our lot in Block 5 is 100 episodes old. Thank you to all our listeners for supporting us through all this time. Um, this episode was recorded back in just, well, just after the FA Cup final on the Monday after. And uh, it's taken me a long time to edit. I've got just started a new job, blah, 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 blah. But I hope you enjoy this after all the dust has settled. This is our lot in Block 5 season review and lots of fun. So enjoy and we'll see you in the new season. Welcome to Our Lot in Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. And I've got Stuart Izzard with me. Hello, Stuart. Hello. And I've got... He's back. It's John Rubin. Evening, Slacks. Hey. Hey. And can I start with singing the song of the summer, boys? Why can't you think of some lyrics, Arteta? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, if you've seen that little video of them after the game. We've won the FA Cup! (laughs) How did that happen? How did that happen? No idea. Didn't see that one coming. It was like Groundhog Day for the end of the season. I think the cup gods just shined and they just gave us a little bit. They went, uh, they're a bit shit in the league. Let's Let's just sort the Spurs out, shut them up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 you're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong. Mate. It was a funny, it's, a... it's been a funny few months. Obviously, we haven't podcast since just before the lockdown, where Stuart was on his way to Brighton away with his brother <laughs> and his kids and everything, and um, it never happened, did it? No, no. So we kind of took a break from it. Um, first question to ask, really, how's your, how's your, how's your lockdown been, boys? Good, yeah. Well, I've I've been working, so it hasn't really been lockdown for me. But yeah, no, it's been been all right, you know. Sort of kept busy around the house at weekends, and yeah, yeah, no, it's been it's been all right. I mean, I mean obviously no pub Stuart, so that was an issue. <laughs> that has been an that has been an issue, but I'm quite good at bottling up every morning now at home. So <laughs> um, yeah, well, everyone's it's. It's been weird for everyone, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, the, the changes to what's going on. Obviously, Sainsbury's, they were getting a regular height. You know, the Stella count was taking a guide <laughs> every week. And, yeah. yeah, but yeah, the, the pub side of it, yeah, really weird. But I think, you know, with Zoom and lots of listeners are probably, well, if there is anyone who listens to this, but... Lots of us, we, I know we've done sort of Zoom meetings and, and, and stuff like a lot of people did. So, yeah, no, it was all it was all right. I think I feel more sorry for the kids than, than myself. Yeah. What about you, John? I mean, uh, we know that uh, you were, um, what's the word, vulnerable uh, during this time. I'm an extremely vulnerable category. Yeah, uh, due to so, your transplants. Uh, um, so... First, I'm just going to go and get myself a of rum and coke. I'll have a rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that should have been one of my quick-fire John questions, shouldn't it? 
I think one of the funniest things of lockdown, funnily enough, was watching John Rubin eating chicken and chips from <laughs> yeah. on the Zoom meeting. That was just it classic. Is the only time, right, that is the only time since March 13th that I've managed to uh, get down at the chicken shop. Pop <laughs> round to see me, mate. He's also had a transplant. And he said, look, I said, pop round. He said, we'll just sit in the garden, you know, have a beer. I went, go on then. So I was a bit drunk. The chicken shop was open. There was only one person in there. So I'll <laughs> wait for them to come out. You know, you can't go in with more than one person. This was about, how long ago was that? It was at least... Oh, it was ago. it was in May or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that happened. Obviously, I was getting an HS food pass on for a little bit, which was okay, except I ended up getting, I ended up, I still got about 15 cans of tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the problem was with it, and don't get me wrong, it was really great what they'd done. Yeah. But you're in a situation where uh, you're getting loads of fresh, so you're getting like, Fruit, which is like apples and pears. Look, I don't eat a lot of potatoes, and you're getting like a load of potatoes. Yes. So you're like eating potatoes every day, and I'm like, I don't eat spuds. I probably eat them maybe once a week if I'm lucky. Yeah. You know, um, tins of corned beef, and I'm finally using the tea bags. They send you all like, you know, the hotel tea bags. No, yeah. 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 So I'm getting through those at the moment, but um, no, it was all right. I mean, I've because what it was, the purpose of that stuff was until all the supermarkets got your got you on the list. Yeah. Uh, slots for deliveries. So uh, I've, had, right. uh, I've had Asda delivering and I've had uh, Tesco's. I've saved with once. I've not gone with Iceland yet, but once my freezer's empty, I'll be stocking up. It'll just be full of great sausage rolls from Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they've started selling that. I've got an exercise bike delivered today. Uh, <laughs> okay. so. It's not one of those really expensive ones where you get to um, like do sessions with a woman in California, is it? I've researched a lot of exercise bikes while I was trying to sort this out, and there was a fold-up one. Yeah. And it's had about 9,000 reviews on Amazon. But all the uh, major exercise bike review places. All the major ones. Yeah. All of them, virtually all of them. When you do like <laughs> I bike, bike review, yeah. you know, F is on all of them. It's like, you know, a good bike. And uh, Lee, Lee had one. When he did a Zoom meeting, Lee had one folded up. Yeah. I said, what's it like? It's good. You can do about 10 minutes. He went, it's all right now. So I've got one. I wanted it in green because I could it would go in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Does it mean if you can fold it up, does it mean you can take it on a train? <laughs> Just open it up on the train and be cycling to work. Well, obviously, you know, because I tore my ACL. Yes. Was in work. I was going down the gym every other yeah. morning. Oh, right. And because then all that stops, I suppose. And I've stopped wearing my knee brace. So you've got to strengthen all the muscles around it because it's yes. not being repaired. They're not getting repaired. I mean, so, you very much yeah, are the uh, Robert Perez of our lot in Block 5, aren't you, John? Yeah, but With I your mean, ACL injury and your good looks. 
They've got for <laughs> a lot of football, a lot of Premier League footballers, so it doesn't really matter if you haven't got an ACL. Yeah. Your knee still gives out a bit, but since I was doing the leg exercises, you strengthen all the muscles, so the knee doesn't give out the way it used to. So, other than that, to be honest, look, I said to someone today, I'm a Cancerian, we're homely people. Being indoors like this hasn't bothered me. I've worked all the way through. You know, I've been able to carry on working, yeah. which helps during the day. Um, so, yeah, it's it's all right. But the problem is at the moment, things are picking up again. You know, up Yeah, no, no, I guess it kind of, um, it's making people anxious, this kind of idea that there might be some sort of second wave, isn't it? Um and yeah, obviously that includes football because they're, I mean, they're, they were due to start to bring fans back into stadiums um, in October, but that's all been shelved now. So it looks like the next, like this season coming up is going to start in lockdown as well. So, I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, how do you want to do this? Should we start with the FA Cup final and then go on to all the games we've missed sort of as a quick round? I don't know. Overview of us beating City and Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the FA Cup then. So, obviously, we had we started off um, uh, playing Sheffield United, and uh, I to be honest, Matt, I really thought we might lose that to Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean, but they had a funny old start to the lock after the lockdown. Sheffield United, they had that weird game with Villa where they scored but didn't score um, the goal that was sort of disallowed yeah, off the yeah. line. Yeah. Um, and they didn't really play very well in 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 that sort of in the final part of this season, did they? Um, it's like they got sort of jinxed by the the lockdown, if anything. But it still took quite an effort to beat them. I mean, we were we were we were. Didn't they beat Tottenham three one the week after we beat yeah, them in the cup? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it 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 was. I mean, especially the way. They got that equaliser when they did. You just sort of thought, if we can hold on. And then for us to sort of go back up the other end and... Yes. Ceballos, wasn't it? Ceballos scored, that. yeah, his first goal for Arsenal, I think, was that? Uh, I don't know. But, it, you know, it, it it sort of set the tone for the way the, West, the, the rest of the FA Cup went for us, didn't it, really? I mean, we had had that sort of... The, the, there was a bit of a hiatus, like we had lost to Man City... 3-0 um, in a bit of a whimper at, at straight back and Louise had got sent off and there was all that stuff about his contract and then Saka signed his contract and um, we got Louise to sign a new contract and then we went to Southampton and beat them quite comfortably um, before the Sheffield United game. So it was quite, <clears throat> it, was, it was obviously important that we kind of got these deals done, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think that Saka played well in that game and scored. <clears throat> um, obviously, uh, he was banned, wasn't he, Louise, in that I think, game? But, I think it was. Oh no, it's like Enketia. got that. Yeah, it, was, it, it was the first couple of games, wasn't it? The fact we, you know, you didn't expect to to beat Man City, but I think we all thought we might get something at Brighton, and we got beat at Brighton, didn't we? Yes, and I mean. Possibly that's the end of Gwendozi. So from that point onwards, yeah. after the sort of punch in the ribs of that um, uh, Mopé yeah. after he scored, and obviously there was chat after that game that he had been basically 
saying he earns more money than him. Um, sort of silly schoolboy sorts of taunts. Um, and well, I think it, it wound him up. It wound him up to the point. silly boy full stop. And yeah. You know, there was talk of during the winter break when we had our winter break, where did we go, Dubai? Or That's right, yeah. And and he caused a bit of trouble there. Not that you got the full ins and outs of it, but he he's he's obviously tested the patience, hasn't he? Still, how old is he? Nineteen or something? Yeah, think, mate. Yeah, just, is he twenty? You know or I don't it's know. It's a shame. It's a shame, John, because I think he could. You know, maybe we'd have stick him out on loan to well, Championship club or First Division club. Give him a like season that. or so out there. Maybe then he'll appreciate. He's worth a few bob, though. He's worth a few. What I'm saying is, if we stick him out on loan, like I mean, it's no detriment to a first division club or a championship club, but maybe he might actually then appreciate being at a Premier League club Mm. and behave like a Premier League player. And if he drops down a division, the tackles fly a bit more out there. It's a bit more physical. It's possible that he might grow up a bit by by having a season out. Somewhere else. I, I think they're going to sell him, mate. There's a lot of talk by Munich on him. So, yeah, I mean, he's a young player and he hasn't, he's struggled to fit in now, really, is, is clear. Um, I mean, I, th- there was always a few things about him that he always seemed to not be able to head the ball in midfield. Uh, and like, he, I mean, he had a few good games where he really sort of took over in midfield, and you wanted to see that every week, but you never got it every week, did you? No, um, it is a shame because he did look like it was a, a real good little find, wasn't it? Mm. You know, was he at Le Havre or, or wherever? Yeah, he was yeah. In I mean, France, he... and it was sort of an under the radar signing. Who and and he looked right up for it, didn't he? And he obviously. Yeah, he's obviously got something about him behind the scenes that that Arteta don't like, and and fair play to Arteta for for doing what he's done because maybe Arteta needs to take him aside. Then the last thing you want, I think he has, John. I think he has. He He made that very clear, didn't he? After I think even after the Southampton game, he had said um, why they're sort of asking why is Gwendozi not in the side, and he said basically. And we've had words about what happened at Brighton um, and his attitude. So he's been very open and honest, hasn't he, Arteta? Maybe Ozil aside, he's been honest about, um, you know, what the real situation is with some of the players. Certainly, Aisley Maitland-Niles had come in for some criticism at the beginning of that lockdown when he was sort of left out and... I think there was reports that he was late for training, wasn't there, and that sort of thing. Yeah, but, and I think Arteta turned round to him and said, get your head down and prove to me that you, you deserve to be on that pitch. Yeah. And, you know, Arteta... Cup final is proof yeah. of it, really, isn't it? Well, the cup final and against Man City in the semi-final. Yeah. You know, so Arteta's good for his word. You know, if, if you do show him, um, you know, Arteta's not one that just sort of shove you to one side then. I know he has with Quinn Doozy and Ozil, but, you know, he said what he said to Maitland-Niles. Maitland-Niles has got his head down in training, and when he's looked like Arteta thinks he's ready again, he is putting him back in the side. So, you know, he is he is a fair manager, isn't he? he it's his way or no way, basically, and, and I think that's how you have to be as a manager. Yeah. I know all these, they're overpaid, and, you know, you get these prima donnas, but, you know, to... 
to have not played our, our, our top earner at the football club, you know, since since the lockdown was eased, uh, you know, since after lockdown, yeah, it's incredible, really. It, you know, when you think, oh, well, we could maybe do with him in the squad, he, he's just left him out. He's frozen, frozen out of the club, really, hasn't yeah. he? I, I mean, if you if you think that the most the most he's going to do a Gareth Bale, you mean, John? Basically, yeah, I don't well, think Odin wants to leave. I'm not even sure if Odin was bothered about playing football. I think he's looking at it now. He's won World Cups. He's done whatever with Real Madrid. He's come with us. He's won some trophies with us, and now he's thinking, right? I don't know how long his contract for another year, another two years. Thinking that I'm going to an absolute fortune, and once this is done. I can probably go to China or America, earn a shitload of money out there. Why do I really care about playing football? Because his heart's not in it. And I, I'm not convinced that bloke wants to play. It's always a bit like, you know, Winston Bogard at Chelsea or the goalkeeper they had, Mark Bosnich or whatever. Yes. They're earning fortunes. They don't care. He doesn't care. He's picking up a million quid a bloody month. The only, the only trouble is, John, you know, with obviously what, what's gone on, I, I don't think we as a football club can move on. Um, with, with that, you know, no. maybe, maybe that's spite. Maybe he's looking at his spite, thinking if I stay until my contract runs out and they don't get any money for me, they can't get anybody because I earn so much money. Yeah, uh, and maybe I, I would just like to think that, um, you know, it, it, over the next few weeks that we can sort something with someone. If we have to take a, a hit, you know, then, then we have to take a hit, but. I think we need to we, we need to get him off the wage bill and, and give that money to Aubameyang and, and, you know, just move on from the whole thing, you know? So, I mean, here's a question I was going to ask later. Who else needs to come off the wage bill this summer, do you think? Uh, there's a few, isn't there, really? I was surprised that they, 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 they actually signed on David Luiz. I, uh, you know, with, <laughs> with Saliba coming into the club, yeah, um, that was nice to see him in the dressing room on on Saturday after yeah. the game. But um, yeah, I, I think his contract for Stu. One year. One year. Yeah. Maybe they want him there for a year for his experience. And I think that's exactly it, John. Yes. You hit the nail on the head, mate. Anybody know? Anybody know? You know, easier to guide him. He's yeah. got experience. Got a lot of experience. He's quite a. In terms of you know the players we've got. He's like the only equivalent of like a Tony Adams type figure. Yeah, know? mate. I, I, he's I a big character. He's a big character, yeah. isn't he? And uh, totally. there's been a lot said by Arteta, in fact, about his character and how he helps the younger players as well. Which that's that's what Arteta is thinking now. How do I how do I create a, a kind of a, a mixture of experience and youth that's going to get us? going to be out for ages. He's got to have an operation. Yes. And he's, Proved over the last few games, which is weird. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so, I mean, who else do you reckon then? Well, I mean, I think Kalasinac is the the one. I mean, he's Ozil's you know Ozil's mate, and that, I, I don't. That, sorry, go on. During the final, I'm sure when he came on and he kicked the ball, whatever. I'm sure the commentator said this could be his last ever kick for our. This could be his last touch of a ball or whatever for yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. I think he's out anyway. Yeah, I mean, I get the, the sense that, like, he was really brought with Ozil, wasn't he, at the time? 
Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've got to get... We've got to get the players off the books as well. The likes of Mkhitaryan, yeah. the likes of El Nenny. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's players there that obviously... And we're still playing, can... paying for some of... Uh, on behalf of Roma, we're still playing some of Mkhitaryan's Yeah, wages, yeah, that's we? what I mean. So they're, they're, they're the obvious ones, aren't they? They've, they've got to be sort of dealt with. Um, we've got players coming back... Um, Smith Rose coming back. Yes. Um, you know, so I, I think yeah, the main ones, obviously the, the ones we've just mentioned there, is it's hard one really, isn't it? There's a lot of talk that, that maybe Bellerin might go. I don't mm. know. I'd, I'd, not for me. I, well, I wouldn't well, be able to see him. I mean, strangely, and I mean, God, I love him already. But Kieran Tierney, had, there was a lot of speculation that maybe he would go to Leicester if James Madison. Um, went to Chelsea. Go or, nah, don't go anywhere. But I don't think that that's going to happen because I mean, wow! Well, I mean, that kid—he is something special. I think. Um, Do you know the weird one? Tough, tough. The, the weird, the weird one that's cropped up since lockdown. Yeah. Um, is is Martinez? Oh my God! Yes, the goalkeeper. Oh my God! Is is there any safer pair of hands from across since David Seaman? I know. What do you do though? Because don't get me wrong. I I mean, before lockdown, if you'd have said to me who's been our best player of the season, Burnt Leno kept so many games. But but obviously, with what happened, I mean, Martinez has just been. Oh my God! Some of the saves that one against from. Danny Welbeck, where he backflicked it, yeah, yeah, and he just got down to it. Or the one, there was one for Liverpool where he tipped it over the bar from. Yes. was it Katina? Uh, um, what's his name? Firmino. Uh, yeah. Some I mean, unbelievable saves. One. Even it's against Salah, one. the one he tipped over from Salah, um, sort of trying to chip him and things. He just was. Yeah, just if been, you look at like. Uh, when we had like Seaman in goal, yeah, uh, and he got injured, and then Wastan came in, the Austrian fella, Meninga, and we won the league, and he played brilliant when we won the league. And the thing is, Leno's been absolutely awesome. Yeah, what I don't want is what happened when Wenger was there, and Sanya broke his leg or got done whatever it was he did, and Jenkins came in, and the three months Jenkins played, he was fantastic. The moment Sanya was fit, Jenkins was dropped. Personally, I think Leno should fight for his place back. Well, I mean, this is this is what Arteta said, hasn't it? It's like it, you know, there is no favourites. There is, you know, no, a competition for every place. So, um, who's up for it? And I mean, Bert Leno hadn't really done much wrong, um, but Martinez coming in, he hasn't done anything wrong. I can't think no. of anything where you think, oh, no, that was a bit dodgy, or. I don't think there's a player I was pleased more about getting a cup medal than him because he's been loaned out to 10 different clubs. He had options of going to other clubs. I think Reading was one of them. Yeah. Um, and now he's going to want a cup medal. And I think... Uh, loyalty. That's what it was about. Loyalty and yeah, dedication. He should be offered a new contract and asked to stay and say it will be a straight fight between you and Leno for number one. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Munich want Leno, because I don't know who their keeper is, 
but he hasn't got much longer play. It's uh, Neuer, isn't it? Yeah. Neuer, yeah. I don't know how old Neuer is. But He's getting on a bit. Been, yeah. Yeah, and Munich want Leno as backup. Since he came to Arsenal, He's been performing that well. Rumour has it that Leno's earmarked to go back to play with Munich. Now, whether he would go or not, don't know. But we do not let Martinez go. Because if Leno does go, then what do we do? Yeah. If you, I mean, if you think of Kepa going to Chelsea for £72 million, yeah. uh, he's been statistically the worst goalkeeper ever in the Premier League. Well, Literally. 178 goalkeepers are above him in the Premier League, including the likes of Fabianski and Almunia. 178 goalkeepers in the Premier League? Yeah. There's that many goalkeepers in the Premier League? No, I mean over the history of the Premier League. (laughs) Oh, okay. So there have been 179 keepers, and his statistics this year are 179, and he cost them £72 million. Unbelievable, unbelievable. No wonder Willie Caballero played the final. Um, so, I mean, I think, what about Mustafi? That's the other name I'm sort of thinking about. What do you think about him? I honestly think he picked up over the last few weeks. Then he got injured. Yeah. Before that, he was a bit of a liability. Then suddenly, maybe Arteta's got him working or he's listening to what Arteta wants. Because you imagine under Emery, that squad they haven't got a real clue what's going on. Arteta comes in, it's taken him a little time. Yeah. But he's played quite well, playing quite well till he got injured. I mean, so. I think he's just got players to play to their strengths, and his strength is yeah. sort of being a, he's a decent passer of the ball. Um, the thing is, you don't win the World Cup with Germany if you're as bad as he has been for no, us. No, that's true. You know, he must have been doing something right elsewhere before we got. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's saying about Mustafi, I mean, you know, before Arteta came to the club, you'd have said he was he was as good as gone. Yeah. The same as you would have done with Granite Xhaka. Yes, yes. You know, when when you're talking, you know, what do you think? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, if there was, if he could, if Arteta could find better players, you know, I I I wouldn't mind seeing either of them go. You know, it sounds a bit ruthless, but if if, if there's ideas there, and, and they might be a couple of players that go, but. I do think they both got on the Arteta boat and yeah. and, and, and have benefited from it. And, and I feel so, like they've, they've they've benefited from being given a much simpler role. Like Granit Xhaka is there cloaking the back four, sitting in front of them. That's his job now. Um, he's like Gilberto Silva. Yeah, and he's looked more like Gilberto Silva. He's been less ruth. He's been less booked. He's been. More yeah. consistent um, in the games, his passing's been better. Um, to be honest, though, man, I think some of that is, you know, like now they've been able to get back to training. Yeah. It's taken, you know, a few weeks to get on that training pitch and play the way Arteta wants them to play. Because early doors, when we first come back, him and Mustafi were still the way they were before lockdown. But yeah. over a few time, getting on that training pitch, they've just slowly improved. And they've come on leaps and bats. I mean, it's been I mean, quite actually quite good for them to play a game every three games because so many more players have got the chance to prove yeah. themselves and it's kind of worked in our favour a bit, I think, overall, um, just to have a lot of games. And then the cup games have been important for us um, and big games where we've had to perform. 
but some of the other games they've been less important really so we've been able to kind of try new things like playing three at the back playing two at the back um playing two up front or three up front that sort of thing yeah i'm still not convinced by pepper at the moment oh that's interesting because i thought that he had a fantastic cup final really and suddenly i started to see his value a bit more because he is so difficult to stop like they fouled him a lot chelsea um, and it's kind of a bit like his control looks out of control sometimes, but he's so clever. Like there's that little back flick to Bellerin in that first half where this, he looked like he was totally out of control of the ball. And then suddenly the back leg sort of flicks it round into Bellerin. Um, and some lovely bits of me. I mean, he scored. If, if Ainsley Maitland-Niles' arse hadn't been offside... <laughs> he would have scored a, a fantastic FA Cup final goal, that wasn't wasn't it? Great goal, to be honest. It was yeah, couldn't yeah. work out why it was ruled out at first. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those ones where it really didn't. We didn't really make, have any advantage by him being offside, did we? He was just sort of back to goal. I was going to say, like, yeah, would that really have been given previously as an offside? It would have. It would have been close. It would have been close. It wasn't interfering with players, such was it? Cause no, he was. Nowhere near the ball when Pepe struck it. it was like no, I think it was he when when Maitland Niles got the ball, he tapped it back to um, Aubameyang, I think it was. Or... Yeah, but he was on side at that point, Maitland Niles. No, he wasn't. He was no, back he to goal. Yeah, he was just off. He was just off. But um, yeah, it was a fantastic strike, and he's he's hit a few of them, hasn't he? In the yeah. since the restart, he's got that left foot that he sort of cranks it with a lot of. Whip, um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I think we spoke about him probably on the last podcast, yeah. or certainly one. I think, unfortunately for him, it you know, like all of for everyone at Arsenal, it's, it's been a nightmare season. Um, and when it's your first season, you know, you've 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 been bought by a manager that's that was sacked, you know, and and then you've had an interim manager in Freddie and. And now you've got Arteta, and you know, a lot of players take a season to settle. I think it didn't help Stu either. No, it doesn't, mate. It doesn't. I just think, I just think it it would be a bit. I think, I think if we don't see some sort of more consistent stuff from him next season, then then I'd probably go along with it. But I think you, you know, you got a. You've got to give him next season and, yeah. and we'll see where he's at. Because I mean, you really want a sort of Raheem Sterling to emerge from player. him, really, don't you? You want to see a player like Raheem Sterling to emerge from him. Yeah. Someone yeah. who's going to score more goals, be involved in more goals. When Arteta can have enough time with these players, you know, prior... I mean, I think if that lockdown hadn't have happened... And Arteta had far more time getting his players to play the way they want. That improvement would have come along quicker. Mm. We might well have been challenging the top four, to be honest, bearing yeah. in mind the way that went. We wouldn't have lost to like uh, Villa. We wouldn't have well, lost. We were unbeaten, weren't we? Were, were, were we not? Apart from apart, from we were the only unbeaten side in the, that year in 2020, weren't we? Apart in... from apart from the Olympiacos, was it Olympiacos game? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so the in the only, league. That, 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 that was the only thing that had, you know, blighted this year's copybook 
before lockdown, if you see what I mean. And I know we weren't great in, in all the games, but, you, you know, you, you, you do wonder what may, might have happened. Like John said, if, he, if that, you know, had been left to keep running, you know, to stop and have to go again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, what difficult. did we miss? Ten points, something like that, or six points. I can't remember what we missed fourth place by. But uh, massive amount more than us. Um, I can't remember. Don't what we, I mean, we, we went just to. It's about seven or eight points behind Chelsea. I mean, we? to to go on from sort of. Well, so we beat Norwich four nil. We then had a fantastic game against Wolves, who we beat two nil, yeah, and we really, fantastic, you know, yeah. we really kept them quiet, um, which was a surprise being away at, at Wolves. Um, then there was that game with Leicester, and. We, uh, we really needed to, to win that one. Um, we really needed to win the game against Leicester, and we just let it slip in the last ten minutes. Oh, um, we should have been. We should have been. We should have been, been about just, four nil up at half time yeah, in that one. Oh, that was that was just one of those nights, wasn't it? When, yeah. When you just that that's one of those games where you know you just think one goal ain't enough and sure enough it wasn't and oh my god the the, the stuff where we think my god if it had been 4-0 at half time it wouldn't have flattered us no that, that, I mean they looked totally the totally given up um, and just held hung in there really then yeah. of course we go on to lose at Tottenham which was a funny game because really we lost from, lost from two set pieces and yeah. um and bossed it. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. Uh, and that was that all but ruined our chances of making any well, kind well, of... Well, if you look at the facts of the four games that we lost, those four you just talked about, right, that's 12 points. Yeah, was 10 yeah. points. 10 points off top four. Yeah. So... But then, to, I mean, we went from Tottenham, I mean, going from that Tottenham game to play Liverpool in an absolutely crazy game, which... No one expected us to win, but we ruined their hundred point thing, didn't yeah. we? And yeah. um, they've ended up losing sort of three or four games, haven't they? Now Liverpool at the end of the season. Um, um, I think they lost. They lost three, to City. They? They, they lost, lost to City. City. Lost, lost to, to Watford. Watford. Then they get yeah. hammered by City. Yeah, they got four nil. It should have been five nil because it was one of those goals where the attacking player accidentally handled the ball. However, though, Matt, um, when you look at it, and I think it happened to us when we won the league years ago, yeah. and Seaman was going for the clean sheet record. Yeah. You know, we'd won the league. Yeah. Then the yeah. day you've got it. The foot comes off the accelerator, doesn't it? I think they was playing at about 70% of what they could have done. I mean, the fact that Virgil van Dijk was stripped of the ball um, sort of says it all, really, doesn't it? You yeah. never expect him to make a mistake like that. I mean, that. Two, and... two of their best players, Alisson in goal and Van Dijk. Yeah. And, and they both have howlers, didn't they, on the same day? Yeah. And yeah. it was, I mean, they had a lot of a lot of the ball in that game, a crazy amount of the ball. But it yeah. was, I guess it was, it, it was a really important win for us because it was the one that kind of told us we could go to Man City at Wembley and, and get something, you know? I felt like yeah, we were. You didn't, you didn't expect to, though, did you? No. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying, yeah. though, but I don't. I don't think anybody gave us hope in our game. It was. I, I mean, they we... started brightly, Man City, but that goal we scored, the first one, it was like, oh my god, this is Man City being beaten at their own game. 
you know, 18, 19 passes, all the team involved. Pepe swings that ball in on with that curl, and the finish is like a kung fu kick into the goal, isn't it? Well, we were, we were, we were with the bookmakers. We were almost eight to one. I know that's outrageous, isn't it? You know, it's one of the so, um, and it's not often. A mate of mine messaged me on on the day, and he said, "Do you know Arsenal are nearly eight to one to beat Man City?" He, and I, I turned around and said. Well, th- there's a th- there's a clue in that. <laughs> yeah. In the bookmaker's price, and he had, I think it was him and a couple of his mates. They they done a, like a forty quid or eighty quid they put on it. Twenty quid each, four of them. He won six hundred and six hundred and some odd quid. But I said to him, the clue is in the bookmaker's price, mate. I wouldn't go near it. And yeah, I, but fantastic result, you know. Um. And then there was a couple of games before the final, of course, just to wrap it up, where we lost to Villa, which was as bad as it got, really. I suppose they were fighting for their life, and that kind of showed in their performance. Um, And I guess we didn't have much to play for, much like the Watford game. We kind of consigned Watford to going down, didn't we? I mean, mean, Villa were fighting for their life. I think we're just beating City. Yeah. And everyone knows we're in a final, and they're all thinking... Let's just not get injured, you know. Potentially got a cut final to play. There's always the back of your mind, you know. I mean, whilst we should never think like that, we're not professional footballers. And all them professional footballers on that pitch are thinking, I want to play in a cup final. And Yeah, do you know what, though, John? I thought that would have gone the other way. Because what, what Matt was saying earlier with... Well, play you know, for your place. Yeah, trying to get your place. Because there were so many subs, lots of players were getting a chance to come on and off, you know. Mm. And and I would have thought that if a player had come on in a game, you know, might have been a Reese Nelson or, or Willock or whatever, you'd have real seen a, you know, a load of it just to try and sort of say to Arteta, look, maybe I'm worth a, a starting place. Yeah, I, I feel like, um, unfortunately, the one who missed out was Eddie Nketiah. Uh, when he got sent off against Liverpool, yeah, um, he, he probably was the one. Like certainly in the cup final, he was pushing, and in that game against Watford, he was really pushing to try and give Aubameyang his hat trick to get him the golden boot. Right. He didn't um, get sent off against Liverpool. Oh, didn't he? Was it no. Leic- Leicester? Leicester? Uh, yes. Yeah. So he was available Leicester. for. He would have been available for Villa probably after that, would he? Yeah, yeah. Villa and. And um, Watford, and Watford, and obviously the cup, cup final. But um, but what, when you're talking about Inketia, when you look at that challenge he made, look at the challenge Alexander Arnold had on Saka. Yes, I yes, Saka. Yeah. What, what? Where's the difference in that? There isn't you know any. I mean? Absolutely. There's no difference. And the thing to bear yeah. in mind, Stu, Stu, the thing to bear in mind on that, Inketia can't tackle as a forward. Do you remember when Henri got sent off for what they call a typical forwards tackle? Yeah. Get the player, he missed the player, but the intent got on me sent off because these players aren't supposed to do that sort of tackling. And then Ketia just, he was a young kid, a bit rash. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 even I, so, he only had eyes on the ball. It was yeah, unlucky so, that he was just a bit late, really, and that it was it, it caused. What I'm saying, John, what I, all I'm saying is, is and Ketia got sent off, and and you know, if, if that's how they saw it, but 
the, the challenge on Saka from Arnold, they never looked at that. They never no. went to VAR. I mean, how long did it take them to decide for Nketiah? Ages, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And, and yet... And they called the referee was, over to look at it as well. That's right. Which and, is and almost yet, like saying, you should send him off. Yeah. Uh, and go and look at it. No VAR looked at that Trent Alexander-Arnold one. No. And, it, and it was... It was if anything, it was, it was worse. It was worse because it was up his ankle, wasn't it? It was way up over above yeah. his ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, a bad tackle. It was a bad tackle. So you you can understand why he was frustrated. But for again, a little bit of Liverpool this season. I'm not taking nothing away. They've won a <laughs> country mile. Yeah. But they have had a lot of VAR go their way or not been used against them. You know. Yes. I, I tend to. Uh, I think it'd be interesting to look at the stats without being too conspiratorial, but they could do no wrong. At one point in the season, someone decided this team can't do any wrong, um, and you know they just get the rub of the green. Yeah, but, uh, because I tell you what, last game of the season, I was dying for West Ham to win that because I really wanted Bournemouth to stay up. Yeah, and Eddie Howe's lost his job, so. Um, that's that's a bit a uh, bit disappointing, really, for them, isn't it? I think because yeah. they had some good results at the end, didn't they? Beat Everton. Um, he kept them up, and I tell you what, I don't see them coming up anytime soon. Mm. So, I mean, we finished the season against Watford, and um, it was a bit. That was a bit of a strange game in lots of ways. I mean, we were quite comfortably winning, and somehow let them back into it a bit, but. Um, it wasn't really that. I mean, it was a dead rubber for us, really, wasn't it? It was all about cup final and yeah. possibly um, not. Uh, I think a lot of people were quite happy to see Watford down because of the way they've treated their managers over the last year. Um, they certainly didn't seem to be doing anything wrong with their manager and then they just sack them. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk a, a, finally a bit about the FA Cup final, um, and it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've not enjoyed it. I said this. I think I put it on the block five WhatsApp thing. Yeah, like you know, it was one of the best cup finals I've had for years that we've taken part in. Yeah, and I said I felt sorry for all the people that couldn't go because normally. I'm either in a pub watching it or I'm at home watching it and everyone's there and I'm a little bit gutted. You know, yeah. it's not like, you know, and it kind of disappointed me. But you did a bit of a Zoom thing with like a few of us and, and it was just really cool. It was like, it was, and also, Stu, there was no time delays. So I worked. Oh, right. Everyone's watching it on BBC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, it was I had, I had a, it was sad for me because I think I, I put in the morning, didn't I? I should be on the train on on my way to West Hampstead about now. And yeah, yeah, very. There was some. There was a sad side to the day. Um, and but then like you spent say, the day with people you wouldn't spend the day with if if you'd gone. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that was that was the thing. You know, not meeting up with you lot and and having a beer in West Hampstead and doing the normal sort of routine and. Just, just you know, having you know, <laughs> we've been quite fortunate, haven't we, with most of our yes. final days. That you know, we we tended to have a good result and always adds to a great day. But yeah, it, it was it, there was a little bit of me that was sad, 
um, because we weren't going. Um, obviously, you know, <laughs> once full time whistle went, it 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 was it was great. You know, like you say. I mean, it was a, it was fascinating to you could hear Ian Wright at times. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to it without the crowd noise, that there was Ian Wright shouting at Aubameyang, yeah. and there's you could hear the my bench. Mate said, my mate said this today. He said he said there was bits you could hear Ian Wright going, "Man, oh man, oh, yeah, 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 yeah." And there's that bit where Aubameyang scored the second goal, where I, th- I don't know whether it's a Chelsea bench or. They shout, someone shout, Zoom! Like uh, Kurt Zuma to go with Aubameyang and he put him on his arse, basically, yeah, didn't he? He done him, didn't he? Proper. Uh, well, didn't David, didn't David Luiz say that Bright, he was, like, shouting yeah. Luiz? <laughs> you know, almost like it was like another manager in the ground. Well, it's like the one fan you've got yeah. in the ground <laughs> shouting stuff. Yeah. He was going, shout, offside, offside. Yeah, brilliant. That must be some sort of record, right? I'll tell you what, because we beat them now in three FA Cup finals, and apart from maybe when the FA Cup first started in the 1800s, and only a few teams were getting through the finals, I don't think in this modern era, two teams have played three finals and the same teams lost three times. No, you're probably right. I mean, probably right. There's so many parallels between this and 2017 because, oh, yeah, the score, um, the fact that they got a player sent off, the fact that it was the same referee, uh, who sent the player off, um, and it was two yellow cards. Uh, the only thing that wasn't the same, I suppose, is that they scored first and we had to come back, but, um, I, I mean, Giroud playing for them. Did what Giroud did best in the first few minutes and flicked it around the corner yeah. to Pulisic, who, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but when he got hurt, I was actually thinking well, that was... upset, was I was not no, upset at all. He looks like a proper player, doesn't he? He was their best player by a country mile, wasn't he? Yeah. And they're, they're just their tactics weren't didn't seem to work. Like, they were playing a very high line and Maitland-Niles was encouraged to run past Aspilicueta, which I think basically got him injured because he was chasing either him or Aubameyang so much. That yeah. If you look at one of their best players this year, didn't play, Will I Am? Will I Am? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was injured though, John. Uh, they was said it? that, they said that, but he apparently was sort of saying to people he's not yeah. before the game. Um, and was there's obviously known, a lot of suggestions, known, suggestions that we are going to buy him. So... Was, was he named as a sub? Yeah, like, that's what I was going to ask. I don't know. Was I thought he, he was because they kept going to him like he's yeah. going to come on. But they brought on Tammy Abraham and um, uh, Hudson Adoy. He started the season. Tammy Abraham was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. looked unplayable at times for Chelsea. He was scoring goals, causing loads I of think, problems. I think, John, I think because Giroud has had such a good recent sort of month or so. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know... Um, he won the race for the final. Start and, you know, how many, he won every single FA Cup final he played in, Giroud. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have, you seen the, have you seen him falling over? The no. challenge? Oh, yeah, the one with Louise in the back. Yeah, and he just collapses. Yeah. 
That like was someone posted it on Twitter, and I, oh, it's hilarious. I think maybe I think Emma, Emily. Sa- wasn't in the squad. Maybe Emily Emily Sunday was still in the on the roof with a sniper's rifle after <laughs> singing a bite of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did they get her down off that roof? <laughs> it's got like a big ladder down to the pitch. <laughs> uh, maybe there was one of those like big fireman matches. Just jumped off and then. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like that big um, Champions League football they sort of do in the middle of the pitch. Uh, landed on one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, they, they did get a couple of hamstring injuries, which helped us. I don't think it, it helped. Us with Aspilicueta, I mean, obviously he's their captain, so it probably disrupted them a bit, but actually he wasn't playing that well. Um, gave away the penalty, possibly could have been sent off. I um, think he should have been. I really do. I mean, certainly if you look at that versus the Anthony Taylor sending off Louise in the Stamford Bridge game, I think it's pretty similar. You know, there's a player alongside um, Louise in that situation. Mustafi had got back beyond him. So if you're just saying, I guess if he if he if he had immediately gone down Lacazette, Aubameyang, uh, uh, outside the area, it definitely would have been a sending off because Rudiger was nowhere near him at that point. But yeah, I, because I Rudiger seemed to be that, beyond, but, but I, it, it, I don't know. There was no way Rudiger was anywhere near being able to tackle Aubameyang. So. Should have been sending off, in my mind. Yeah, I, I think so. When everyone was moaning that, obviously, you know, there wasn't a lot of contact between Kovacic through his second yellow. I, yes. I get that. And, and, you know, it was harsh. That but, was harsh. And really, but, VAR should have sorted that out. But they can't, can they? Because no, it's not... But, in, but for me, that when 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 he pulled him down like that, I thought... And, that, and again, he didn't really pull him down. But he's it's a penalty... Yeah. And he's the last man. So, for me, it should have been a red card. He should have gone first. But that Kovacic one, though, Matt. Yes. I've seen our players get a second year there for tackles. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's gone in amazing. really hard on Xhaka. And he had gone in hard a couple of times on Xhaka, like minutes before. So, yeah. in the mind of the referees, thinking, one it's more, mate. maybe. One maybe he had a word of him and said, like, this was your last one. He definitely did it. He definitely did, I'm sure. Um, and quite a few, there was quite a few bad tackles. Uh, I mean, the, first, the, only thing, the only thing in Kovacic's defence, it, it really wasn't a yellow card, though. No, I mean, he got the ball. He yeah. got the ball by stamping on the ball, though. So yeah. if there's the old, as John said, when Thierry Henry got sent Same. off for sort of the intent of, he wasn't, he wasn't there just to take the ball necessarily. He was going to make sure. He got everything, um, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, it was a who, bit, cares? It, it, who, who cares? Who cares? We won the cup, and just to, <laughs> finally, let's talk about Aubameyang's lack of understanding that the FA Cup sits on a plinth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like he thought he, he literally. The look on his face was like, "Oh my god, I've broken the FA Cup." Um, yeah. When he doesn't first picked it up, FA Cup anymore? Because when he dropped it, I don't think the lid came off. No. no, no, but it did later when he lifted it up in his head, he- over his head, because someone had it oh, on their head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, what, that penalty. You remember when, like last season, Obama Yang could have got like yes. but he missed that one against Spurs at Wembley. Yes. And I'm thinking. Oh my oh, god! No. Yes, I was thinking exactly the same thing. 
He's not convinced with his, to be honest. No, and Pepe's a good penalty taker as well, isn't he? Yeah. I think. Um, who's the one that takes really weird penalties that we noticed? See what, maybe not having the crowd. Imagine if that had been like the Spurs end or yeah. the Chelsea end. So maybe not having the crowd there when you're taking a penalty can sometimes help because... Oh, God, yeah, I reckon it can. I reckon it can, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, I mean, a lot of people say, well, is is there a factor in not having a crowd? Have we been better because of it? You know, as, say, Martinez has been better because he's not under pressure by the crowd, or I think, is there I think anything in us, it? I think it's helped us away from home. Yes. Because because you haven't got that 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 crowd. You know what I mean? That the, the home team, we, we do seem to be a bit fragile on our travels, don't we? You know the yeah certainly the, say like the game against Wolves it yeah it the probably game was against a good Wolves and also I think the game against Sheffield United yeah yeah you know I I, I think that if if um, if they had their home support <coughs> there you know you know what those sort of crowds are like they're they're going to be right on it up for it and and noisy and and I I think that sometimes can with the players we've got and the sort of you know. We're nowhere near anywhere near where we need to be, are we? And I think you know we can that that can sort of intimidate us a bit, and we go into a shell, and 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 that's when we struggle. So I think think being behind closed doors has helped us with with certainly some of the away games. Yes, I think it's. I think it. I mean, I, I'd like to think it's not a factor, but it 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 has been. I think um, for yeah. quite a few teams, and it might have. You know, Sheffield United might have been in a much better position if they had had their crowd and stuff. Um, other teams, maybe Liverpool, would have not lost the games they did lose to Man City and things. I don't know, but um, but we won the cup. And it's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna potentially continue into next season, isn't it? So yeah, I, think I watched the highlights about four or five times. Yeah, I was absolutely. Buzzing on Sunday. Yeah, I woke up. I was so happy. You know, yeah. and it's yeah, you know it's an amazing true. thing for Arteta to come in in December and be a trophy winner for Arsenal as a player and a manager. Now well, uh, it's, it's pretty special. Manager, isn't it? Yeah, pretty special yeah. to lift the FA Cup as a captain and to have it as a manager now in his first but first six months. Needs- all he needs to do, Matt, is is sort that singing out in the dressing room. Doesn't <laughs> ball, 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 ball. <laughs> so, Mikel, Mikel, if you're listening, <laughs> come up with some <laughs> bloody lyrics. <laughs> if you do listen, thank you for restoring some pride to us. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yes, very much so. And I love the 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 drinks breaks where you could see him. Like every single player was getting a mouthful of something, weren't they? Like really yeah. telling them, "You do this, you move that." Yeah. And like like Guardiola, he looked just like Guardiola um, in that in that it was way. Nice. He paid, uh, he paid a bit of respect to uh, Pep, didn't he? Yeah. you, he said, "You know, I want to thank him because you know I learned under him and blah blah blah." So yeah. you know, he's he's a nice, respectful bloke. And yeah, so- I noticed when Aspilicueta came off, obviously a fellow sort of Spanish player. He was giving him a quick sort of like pat around the head, saying sorry, and obviously he's distraught. But I think that showed class to, 
you know, your yeah. opposition captain coming off and you're you're sort of acknowledging that it was um, bad luck. There isn't. Uh, there really isn't anything to dislike about Arteta, is there? No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, we might be saying we might not be saying this next. You just don't know, but no. I think we we all know the sort of size of the job he's got ahead of him. Fair back to him for taking it. Fair play for Arsenal for giving him that opportunity as well, because it was a big risk. Um, but yeah, I think for everyone, I think know, like I mean, he's been very politically with a small p. Like aware of what he should say after games as well. He, I think, after the one of the games, the one where Enketia got sent off, he's saying like, "We, you know, why are VAR decisions going against us but not other teams?" Putting the element of doubt into sort of the the media that we are being victimised by VAR, you know, doing saying little things that sort of um, that about you know. We haven't got the money. We need to invest in the club. But we need to. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah. some money from the board. It's not going to happen without extra investment. So he's very kind of politically aware as well of what it means to be the manager and to to kind of put pressure on everyone, not just his players, but everyone in the club to do better. Well, um, wasn't, I mean. When, when you just say, you, obviously you said earlier, you summed it up and you said the Watford game was a bit of a dead rubber, but yeah. actually the, the fact we finished eight was an extra five and a half million, which, yeah. is, you know, isn't a great deal. But then add that to the FA Cup, they reckon with us now participating in the Europa League next season, straight in the group stage and, 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 and the potential it's got, it, it was worth about another 32 million mm. for us. So, so two games, you, you, you know, you, you're not far off forty million pounds better off than you would have been had you lost those two games. If you see what I mean, well, so, you know, uh, wages up till Christmas. <laughs> I mean, we, um, we we can talk about next season and some of the ideas about maybe what will happen after some of our other features. So let's move on now to one of your favourite features. Uh, it's Quickfire John. And uh, uh, John, it's an FA it's an FA Cup final special, Quickfire John. Um, So, are you ready? Yes. The marching band or abide with me. The marching band. Emily Sande on the roof or Emily Sande at the Olympics. I don't even know who this woman is apart from the fact she's on the roof. I've, I've, I'd have to go with the Olympics because at the end of the day she looked a bit rickety with a big gust of wind she was going off <laughs> <laughs> OK um, being on Wembley Way or being able to go to the toilet in a sanitary way oh now that is a killer that, <laughs> being on Wembley Way although I don't like the walk up there I hate it Yeah. Uh, drinks at half time or seeing Alexis Sanchez score a goal against Villa. Seeing Alexis Sanchez score well, a goal. Well, me and Stuart didn't. We were having drinks still. Uh, Danny, oh, C- Danny Ceballos or Granite Xhaka? Oh, oh dear. No, because they both played well, man. Um, 
I like Xhaka because he's a bit dirty. My mum hates him because he's dirty. But I think we need that kind of grit. Please steal about our midfield. So I'm going to go for Xhaka. And oh, wait a minute, John. Oh, sorry, yeah. there's a drinks break in Quickfire John now. So we've got to stand around for a minute. And let me just, I'm going to come in. Stuart, you're doing great, but you need to say more about how Arsenal are doing. John, John, you've got to finish Quickfire John and then get on to the, we're going to do Stuart Machine, okay? Right, ready, go. Uh, 2017 against Chelsea or 2020 against Chelsea? 2020, because we were still an after decent team in 2017. Aaron Ramsey or Charlie George? Charlie George. And finally, Sock losing his ticket but finding it in his shoe, or Bill ending up losing his ticket in some sort of selling mishap? <laughs> Bill. Bill. <laughs> well, if you listen back to episode one and two of the uh, podcast, you'll, you'll know what that story's about. So, um, we've had that drinks break, so it's on to, to the stupe machine. Now, uh, it's, we haven't, I mean, it's the end of the season. The FA Cup final's been played, but we've still got the Champions League final. Uh, so there's still European uh, competitions to be played. And it's a Euro trash uh, stupid machine we've got today. And uh, oh, look, Antoine is making a wry observation with his hands behind his back about a sex dungeon. And I've lost again. So, Stuart, uh, we wanted to find out who's going to win the Champions League in the Stuart Machine. Right. Well, um, I'm more basing this on before lockdown. Yeah, obviously. Um, But I was really impressed with the way Bayern Munich took Chelsea Mm. apart at Stamford Bridge. Um, Yes. And I'm sort of looking at... I think Man City is still capable of collapsing in games. Um, yeah. Barca, maybe not quite the same sort of team. Uh, Real Madrid were obviously trailing against City, I know. I, slim, I, a slim lead, wasn't it? Um, yeah, they're 2-1 up, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. They've got the home leg, so yes. you'd, you'd fancy City to do that. Um, Leon look a bit of a surprise team. They're 1-0 up, I think, against Juve. Um, could not Juve out. But, yeah, I, I just think out of all the sides left in it and, and having witnessed them, and I did watch a bit of the Bundesliga when that came on before, obviously, the Prem started back up in lockdown. Yes, but, yes. Um, I, I just think they look the complete lot. I really do. So, my tip, my little, yeah, for, for Champions League is stick your money on Bayern Munich. Wunderbar. I don't know what, don't know what price they are, but, yeah, I... I and what price are Chelsea? They're three 0 down against Bayern Munich, well, and they've got five, to play in Germany. Is it? Yeah, they're five five to one just to win out there right. on Wednesday. Let alone to win the tournament. God knows what they are. Um, but I, I mean, would think Bayern was, Munich must be favourite. I would probably I would. agree with you. I, I kind of think you sort of think. Well, there's no stopping Cristiano Ronaldo on his day. So there's always a chance Juve, but they've had some bad results. Juve in the final yeah. few weeks of yeah. the La Liga. Um, they won it though. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, but um, they yeah they had some. They've they got a Champions League, a Championship medal. Fair play for him. 
Yes, yeah. yeah no, but that, that's that's me bet, Matt. If, okay. if we're going to go on the shoot, then we'll we'll have Bayern Munich to win the Champions League. And just one more quid then in the shoot machine. Um, uh, it's oh, uh, <laughs> someone someone's being translated into a Scouse accent at Cock Museum. Um, no, <laughs> no, it hasn't happened. So um, on to the next feature, uh, which is um, our. Awards of the season. So, um, I, boys, I've got. Course... what we should do, though, Matt. We should yeah. actually try and get some little ball mocked up. Send <laughs> it to Arsenal and put the yeah, lot in block five Awards. end of season one. And actually, <laughs> give us players. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine the player in the program on the first game of the season? Yeah. There's, there's some wanky um, like egg cup or something. <laughs> oh, like in block five in blazing. Oh, we just have like a pint glass, a pint glass painted gold. Yeah, and <laughs> engraved on it. And faces yeah, some dismembered heads. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll get myself some gold spray paint and uh, oh, some etching sets. So, um, <laughs> th- these are our awards of the season. So, let's start with a discussion about the player of the season. So, I know you said earlier, possibly Bert Leno, Stuart, but what are you thinking now? Um, I, yeah, I, I, I just think where we were um, leading up to lockdown, no, not so much when Arteta came in, but certainly, you know, without Leno, I think we'd have... I know I've said a few times I really did fear that we might get dragged into, into a, a relegation. relegation scrap, yeah. Um, and and some of the saves he made in games, yeah, certainly certainly puts him certainly puts him up there. I I probably would have gone with that if, if he'd have carried on and was playing. You know, again, I think we mentioned Martinez, so he he, he deserves a mention. Saka deserves a mention, but you can't really. You can't really not. You, you've got to give it to one bloke, I think, yeah. and that's that's a Bamiang. I, yeah. I, I can't. You know, the second goal Saturday was just shows you what he's worth. Um, I don't know where he finished up. Was he second in the goal? Yeah, game? by one goal, he, he was beaten yeah. by Jamie Vardy. Yeah. In in a side that let's face it, you know, didn't create enough chances. Quite clearly, I mean, I think the stats said it. That we weren't creating very many chances in games yet. Here is a player who's got yeah. one off the golden boot and scored four goals in the semi-final and final of the FA Cup. Yeah, it's pretty I, I, special. Because, yeah, I, and 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 as important as Leno's goals were to keep us uh, saves were sorry to keep us in games. It was also you know Aubameyang's goals that 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 got us points, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, for me. Um, I'd, I'd I'd give it to a Bamiang. I think Martinelli's been a breath of fresh air as well uh, until he got injured. Um, yes. So yeah, it, it's been some good some good some good bits of of playing player wise. But yeah, for me, a Bamiang. Okay, John. Any disagreement with that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on then. I'm sticking by my first choice, and I'm sticking with Leno. I mean, okay. basically, goal scorers are goal scorers. That's fine. Unless you're scoring five or six goals a game, your goalkeeper, your defenders are vital to where that club is. And I yeah. think without Leno, we would have been 
time of relegation. Yes. And yes, he got injured and blah, blah, blah. And I appreciate the fact that he scored in the semi and scored in the final, whatever. He still missed that first one. I think he should have buried. Said to my mate, I think I was on a Zoom meeting, Alan Smith, Ian Wright, uh, I can't remember the other one I named, would have bet Henri would have buried it, that first couple-minute header. Mm. He does miss chances that you sometimes think he should have missed, but then that's the way it works with forwards. Um, 22 goals from what's deemed a world-class player, it ain't a lot, really. I remember people. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ass, you are. Listen, I remember John, people I'm... getting. I remember people getting golden. You when Kevin Phillips got the golden boot. What was it? Thought your 30, gold? Yeah, but right, he used to get thirty odd and blah blah blah. So, but Leno, he finally got a really really good goalkeeper. Yeah. And I just think. He, he's the he's the one for me. You know, Bama Yang is second. Martinez is third. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with that. I know I'm going to okay. vote. But well, um, I, I I would have been with you until um, the end of this season, really, on Leno. But I think Aubameyang gets my vote. So it's Aubameyang. Uh, let's talk about. The young I'm player. I'm going to send Leno young golden club. <laughs> or maybe a golden, what would be a good for a goalkeeper? A golden wooden spoon. <laughs> um, young player of the season. This is quite a hard one because um, we've got... I'm going with Martinelli. Martinelli. Yeah, go You know, like, there's this issue with... And I'll tell you what the other thing about Abami Young, where he's minus on me, he's not committing himself to our club. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to leave. And I think that's a bit shit. But, you know, at the end of the day, right, for me, Martinelli, when he came in, you look at him, it was a big lump as well. That goal he scored against, was it Chelsea scored against it? Where he kept running. Yeah. It was Chelsea when he tucked it past, putting it back in the net. For someone who's, what, 18? Yeah. He's showing a lot of maturity. I know Maitland-Niles has done really well, but he's been around a little bit longer. Yeah. Um... And I know Kieran Tierney's coming, but Kieran Tierney was injured a big part. Yeah. If it weren't for his injury, Martinelli, he would have started over Lacazette, or definitely would have come on the sub. I think this is a guy who, if he gets over his injury, mm-hmm. and stays with us, would just be fantastic. Well, he's signed a contract, hasn't he? So he's signed a four-year contract, yeah, so which is a fantastic up. piece of news. John uh, Stewart... Any any other honourable mentions or what do you think? Yeah, yeah, fucking massive one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking. Uh, don't get me wrong, John. I think Martinelli has been an absolute breath of fresh air. I think you're right. He's such a wonderful, wonderful player, and potentially we've got a world here. And and, and I'm I'm so excited for the for the kids and and for our football club and. Yeah, I'm with, without a doubt, brilliant. I think, you know, lots of good kids, you know, nice to see game time for for other, you know, the Willocks and, and Nelson and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, the young player of the season's got to be Saka. Just, just what a player. Played, been played out of position. Could play um, anywhere. He's, he's just been absolutely superb. My only negative on Saka, though, Stuart, sometimes watching him, he, he tends to be... I know forwards are supposed to be selfish, but he's not always looking for 
who might be in a better position to have a pop-up goal. And he's no, like, but he's got quite a few assists for us. Mm, I mean, yeah. I just, I just think, you know, young kiddie, um, I don't think anyone expected the sort of impact he had. Likewise with Martinelli, I think you know we we obviously got Martinelli something to do with Edu when it last summer. And yeah, you're all you're all thinking, well, he's going to end up in the reserves and he'll, he'll t- and and hit the ground running. And and you know, my God. They both. I mean, it's so nice to be able to talk about a few players rather than you know just one player. Yeah. That you know, I think that's credit to to the football club and where it's trying to go. Um, I, I for me though, I just think Saka has just been um, absolutely brilliant. You know, and and I'm so glad we did sign him up. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, it's the sort of, I, I was really worried that you know Liverpool was sniffing and and you just think no we don't want to lose someone now you know we and we're gonna get we're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get what John said he he is sometimes going to be a little bit but that's his age I think um, yeah. like I say they're, they're both fantastic Martinelli is fantastic but I I just think Saka just just shades it just shades it Saka's more because more he's play, played more games. That. Maybe because he's played more games. I mean, I think in terms of who makes me the most excited, I think it's Martinelli because in him you can see such a natural goal scorer. Um, yeah. And those he had scored sort of ten goals before Christmas, hadn't he? In yeah. in various competitions, and he looked just so it looked so effortless. And that goal against Chelsea, wow! I mean, that was an amazing moment for him. And I just. It's just such a shame he didn't get to play in the lockdown because we could have been talking about him as the young player of the season. But I just think Saka shades it. I'm sorry to say, John, again. (laughs) Just because, I mean, Saka would have been in the England squad this summer if uh, if the Euros had gone ahead. I'm absolutely certain that he would have made it into the, the senior squad for England. And no, I think they basically would have picked the whole of Liverpool and Spurs, and I don't think any Arsenal. <laughs> well, he's still got to choose, isn't he? And it? we would have been shit like we have in other competitions when they picked all fucking Spurs and Liverpool players. <laughs> I, think, I think I think Saka's still making his mind up as to who oh, he is plays he? for. Is he? I think he's, he's got the choice between Nigeria or 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 England. He, um, I don't need to play for Nigeria based on the fact we'd lose him in the African nations midway through the season. Well, yeah. no, they're moving that though, John. I think they're oh, now I? trying to, yeah, they're now trying to align that with like the June the Copper America thing. type thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so what it, will that be? That's me mental heart. Well, there you go. That might that might make him change his mind. Because <laughs> if you look at it, a lot of the African players are playing in Europe. Yeah. 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 And that's that's why, I think, John. I think that's why they've they've sort of said that they need to align it with. Because so many of them, feel, obviously, they're getting wages from their their, their clubs. And, yeah, you know, they're, they're they're being pulled away for five, six. Weeks. And yeah, there's sort of mysterious injuries going on to Samueletto or whatever. Yeah, when he doesn't yeah, fancy I, I, playing. I think they're trying to align it with 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 like the European Championships and and stuff like that. So. Okay, so let's move on to goal of the season. Um, what do what, what's your favourite goal Arsenal goal this season? 
I'll let Stuart lead on that. Well, we've just spoken about it. I, I think the way Martinelli scored at Chelsea was yeah. just, just, just because of the way he just did it and and the time of the goal and you the know, folding his down, arms at the end. Yeah, we're just down to ten men, and you know, it's just a wonderful. It, just the confidence of him, and yeah, like I say, it's such a it was such a close run thing for me for young player. Yeah. And, and that just showed, like you said, Matt, um, John, it just shows you what we've got, you know, with the potential that's there. Um, yeah, he, he, I mean, it, it was just such a great goal. It, it really was. And, yeah, for me, that, that that's goal of the season. John? I'm not going to agree. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's one of two. It's either the one we scored against City in the semi final, which had about nine yeah. touches. Yeah. Yeah. Or a Bama Young second in the cup final because the burst through that Bellerin had, I mean, yeah. bear in mind that I think since Bellerin's come back, he's lost a yard of pace. Yeah. So that burst through, the fact he got fouled and the referee could have blown up and wrecked everything. But he let play on. Lacazette got hold of it. I think it was Lacazette. Could it was Pepe. Um, Pepe. Pepe. Passed over. He's picked it up. He's shown him to his right. Dipped into the left. And he's left footed. And he's dinked it over the keeper. And see, you know what it's like with us. We always feel like we've got to score about 10 goals to feel safe. Yes. And and we needed that. It we needed that, yeah. Time. And, uh, yeah, for me, it's going to be Aubameyang second. The first one in the semi was a fantastic team goal, but it was still a team goal for the second one, but just what he did. As I said, everyone was creaming over it afterwards. It was world-class. Not saying You couldn't stop watching it. They, even the BBC had done a sort of special every angle that we've got of it, like yeah. compilation. Um, just a few honourable mentions, I think. One is there was... That night when Pepe scored two free kicks, one in each yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I've got no idea whatsoever why Pepe doesn't take every free kick in and around the area because he looks so dangerous the way he whips the ball. Like I would give him every free kick. I don't know why Lacazette keeps grabbing the ball off him. I think it depends um, on the side, though, where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, the Lacazette goal against Tottenham. I know he lost the game. But he's planted that right yeah, in the top bin. Yeah, it was bin. a banger. It um, was a banger. And, you know, good. it was a good one for him because he's had a bad season, really. And Kolasinac's the cup wound his left foot. I can't remember that one. Which was that? He's done a few this season. Early doors this season, hasn't it? Or has he been there two seasons? I'm sure Kolasinac is absolutely... Because he's got a mental left foot, you know? Well, it might have been last year. I can't remember. <laughs> you get, it is quite difficult to remember pre-lockdown uh, what's happened. because we've been over a year ago now, Matt. You, know you I mean? think, like, um, maybe you need to change your mind about Aubameyang being the player of the year because he missed that easy chance, didn't he, against Olympiacos when we really should have gone through in the Europa League. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he had scored a... A great goal before it. Yeah. <laughs> he almost scored the more difficult one. But, yeah, I think we'll go with the FA Cup final goal for the goal of the season. It won us the cup. Oh, 
It was. Oh. He made it look so simple, like taking I'm candy happy, from I'm a baby. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with um, that. And the fact that, he's, that you know, he's like footed and not left footed and just didn't that superbly with his left foot. Yeah, yeah. It was everything was perfect and it made it look so easy against, you know. I only, I only suggested Martinelli because I didn't want him to win the young player. I thought he could get his painted yeah. glass <laughs> by being the gold best goal. He's now going to get two silver red cups. um okay so manager of the season now i'm gonna i'm gonna make a case here for the only manager we've ever had to wear a greek fisherman's cap during a game freddie lundberg uh what about you boys (laughs) is there anyone there's only one it, yeah, I mean, it, it it was an impossible thing for Fred. He 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 held he held us together as best he could. Yeah, in, in he got the a winning period, West didn't he? Ham, but, didn't he? But you know, I think we've we've already said you can't really Did he have any management experience. He's uh, done the under twenty threes, hasn't he, Freddie? Or the under eighteens at Arsenal? Like, proper man, I know. Like, I mean, Arteta being groomed under Pep Guardiola. It's not far off just being a normal manager, is it? I mean, no, no, it's not a paedophile ring. <laughs> what? <laughs> the um, oh right, the uh, I, I think it's odd. I mean, look at it now, and Freddie is still there, um, but he's got people around him, hasn't he? Um, other coaches around. Uh, yeah, Freddie done well. I mean, whereas Pat Rice used to sit on the bench and sort of like slap Arsene on the shoulder every now and then. It, these blokes are, have got clipboards and pens and things and they're really, really involved, aren't they? The no ones he's got. Class, and it was his way or no way. That was yeah, way that of course. That's why Steve Bold sat there. There was no point. Steve Bold may as well just been fucking down the path. But there, there definitely seems to be a team now behind um, Arteta. Like yeah. he seems to have, like talking to people on his bench a lot and, there are other coaches there, so yeah, I'm really pleased to see that there kind on of iPads, isn't there? And, yeah, and doing stuff. It, yeah, it, it's more, it's more with it. But yeah, I'm I mean, the first Sudoku. <laughs> I mean, that goes with the philosophy. I mean, Arsene Wenger used to just say, like, I can only do my talking on the training pitch when the players go out there. It's them who win the game, and Arteta is constantly shouting in Spanish and French and English. To all the players, isn't he? Um, yeah, his drinks break helps, though. I reckon his drinks break helps a lot. And to be honest, I reckon they're going to... There's no need to have that drinks break. I know it's a bit arty summer. Yeah. But we still have mental hot times in May. Yeah. No one's won. I think this break's here to stay, and I think that's benefited us. You can see... I was wondering... I watched the American version of Villa um, on a dodgy feed, and I was wondering whether they'd put adverts in the drinks break. They didn't. But you could see that happening, couldn't you? Like yeah, to start using it. Big advert companies. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they will scrap it um, as soon for the, for next season, and I think it will go back to three subs as well. Depends, if so. it goes to a vote, if they go to the clubs and say, "Do you want to keep these drinks break?" See, the problem is it can benefit you when you're behind. So mm. You can take instructions, and therefore. You know, maybe it's difficult. Suddenly, the team you're beating comes out, does something else, switches around. Um, I quite like it. I, like I, I think. I mean, know, in that, in that, I think you'll only get the top 
sort of five or six teams that will say, yes, let's keep it. The rest of the league will go, no, get rid of that. I think there's like, I mean, it'd be different when there's no one in the stadium at the minute. So you can hear every word Arteta says to the players. Yeah. Like with the big crowd there, what will happen? Can they hear what he's saying? Well, it's all together. Yeah. They'll they'll ditch the five subs because that's unfair on, on the smaller sides. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with squad numbers and, and he abilities. He also drinks Craig as well. Give Stuart a chance to nip out and get another. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I, I think they'll revert back to norm once when it when it restarts. Yeah. Next, I mean, we'll wait and see, but um, I I don't see them doing that because I I think if you talk to probably fifteen of the twenty or six fourteen of the twenty teams left in the Premier League. They'll all go, no, we want... I mean, it was up. supposed to be to in in relation to the hot weather and the yeah, fact that they were yeah. playing so many games all together. And you can um, understand that. Yeah. And, and it, it, it was a, a good idea for, for, for the short term, but I, I don't see any point in them carrying that on. And like I say, I don't think it would pass a vote. I, think if it goes I don't know why they don't stop the clock. I've got no idea why they don't stop the clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid, isn't it? It's very it confusing at the end. They go yeah. like, oh, there's like... 11 minutes. minutes. They have it one game. Is there 9 or 10 at the weekend? Yeah. 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 It was more than that. It was like into 100 minutes, wasn't it? It had gone on. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we've managed the seasons with Mikel Arteta, obviously. Game of the season. What was your favourite game this season? Oh, <sighs> well, now you go, John. You go. It's difficult because... I like the fact we beat Liverpool. Yeah. But then I could put, I'll tell you what my favourite game of the season is. What, no, was it Palace beating Liverpool? (laughs) (laughs) Palace beating Liverpool? No, Watford. Watford beat Liz. One of them. That's a good shout, actually. That probably brought more joy to see them not get the Invincibles. It's going to be the the City game because no one expected us to beat City. No. Liverpool, you can kind of understand because they've won the league. Cup final was great, but everyone was worried. I mean, bear in mind, I had a bet on Liverpool to go undefeated, which I cashed out the Friday before they lost to Watford. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of pleased, but I think the fact that they didn't get the unbeaten record, yeah, I'm going with that one. Let's do it. No. Yeah, there's not lots to there hasn't been lots to cheer about, but there can only be one best moment, and that was Saturday. You know, yeah. the, the fact we, again, I, I think we were about two and a half to one, nearly three to one to beat Chelsea. So the bookmakers were, you know, they're giving us a big outsider, well, not massive outsider price, but there was only one favourite Saturday. And, um, yeah, no. Uh, for, for everything John said, it, made, it, it just made you happy, didn't it? It's, it's um, yeah no for me that that will be it. I mean, had we lost, had we lost that, I'd have probably said happy. when yeah. I felt happy would have been probably the Chelsea game more because of of the way we fought with ten men. Yeah, you know, away from home, it actually looked like. Bearing in mind, Chelsea had nicked three points at our place. Was yeah. it Arteta's first home game? Yeah. And we battered them and run out of legs, didn't we? And and, and got oh, by. And that's and, not too late goals, didn't they? 
Yeah, and and then to go to their place, get sent, you know, go down to ten men, one nil down to to come back. Bellerin's goal in that was a great goal as well. And yeah, I, I, it's going to be the FA Cup final, but I, I really, I was, I was really Didn't chuffed we beat with that night performance after that uh, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we and we battered them. We battered yeah. them. To be yeah, honest, I'm going to change mine to the cup final because that is the one. I just wanted to chuck in there the fact that Liverpool didn't get the other Well, game. yeah, let's make it Let's make it. Uh, the cup final is the best game, but the best non-Arsenal game was Liverpool losing to Watford. But you know what? Yeah. I reckon if they didn't lose that one, I reckon there's a chance they would have had their towers up to stay undefeated for the rest of the season. Well, I mean, they'd lost in the FA Cup to Chelsea. They had lost in the Champions League. Yeah, but and... regardless of that, it doesn't count. We're talking about the league year. Yeah. Yeah, but it all no, kind of the, came the, together. The, the kind of their season was over effectively by the time the lockdown happened because they basically yeah. won the league already. And, and that was the only game I think they'd lost up to that point. Yeah, it was it was a game that came out of the blue, wasn't it? That yeah. you just didn't expect. If if any, if you had money on the first game Liverpool lost last season, you you wouldn't have had Watford. And you? they destroyed City, didn't they, when they played them? <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, the 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 uh, we've sort of talked about some of our best moments, but let's talk about what our worst moment of the season. I'm pouring a beer. Uh, I did have one earlier, and now I can't remember it. Well, I mean, I'll I'll just start off. Oh, with... Okay, for me, right? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a non-Arsenal moment. Right. Well, it can be an Arsenal moment, in theory. Uh, us losing to Villa, which ended up resulting in Bournemouth going down. Because Would I'm they really have survived if we hadn't beaten Villa? Yes. we If we'd beaten Villa, because bear in mind, Bournemouth won last game. Oh, season. right, yeah. And yeah. West Ham had won, then Villa and Bournemouth would have been on the same points, but Bournemouth had a better goal difference. Yeah. So... If Villa had lost to us... They wouldn't have even been close, yeah. They wouldn't have been close. You know, I mean, in terms of Arsenal moments, what is there? We've had a great season, in theory, considering how we've started it and and the lockdown and all that. We went out of Europa League, but I'd, I'd rather us not be in Europe for a season. I've said this before because, yes, it's great and we can get money out of it, but I think as a club, we need to concentrate on just what's domestically and not being shoved out all over the world, well, over Europe, on a Thursday night. Mm. You know, I mm. don't think we need that for us. When we're playing Sundays or Mondays, I think it screws up the whole way the league pans out. Well, but hopefully Arteta will use it to blood young talent a bit more. Yeah. Um, and that we no, will have a very clear distinction between the competitions. You know, yeah. I've been much. I've been that disappointed with. Yeah, okay. Leno getting injured was a disappointment. Martinelli getting injured was a disappointment. Uh, Ozil not being sold was a disappointment. Uh, but no, for me, it culminates. Former for a little club that you don't associate with the Premier League. And this is no disrespect to Bournemouth fans, but until they came up, I don't think they'd ever been in a top flight before. And I'm gutted they've gone down. Plus, Eddie Howell's face out looks fit, man. Right? He looks fit as a woman. I mean, 
Oh God! I yeah, I saved it as my screensaver on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, nice, man. But no, it, it's us losing to Villa because that's what happened. Because our own personal season, I'm not disappointed because what did we expect out of us? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, certainly season. with about three games gone, we were expecting much. We? we finished with a trophy. Yeah, fantastic. You know? Stuart, any any thoughts on worst moment of the season? Oh yeah, it it was a I can't remember the exact date, but it, for me, Arsenal, 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 Brighton, for me, they absolutely battered us yeah. at home, and and that was like when you were at the point of like, when are the fucking bald going to sack this idiot? Yeah, because. They they just had no idea what they were doing. Arsenal had no idea, and I I just looked at it, and I had my brother there, and because he was made up, you know, he didn't expect to. Well, they'd done the double overs this season, yeah. Right? But they beat us so because I too I don't recall that game. But then like I said, that oh, game, I mean, you want to block it out of your memory that game because they, they, they absolutely they battered, battered us. us. They battered us, and and. I know. I think it was only two one Brighton, but it wasn't. It wasn't two one. No, they they had about fifteen us. chances on target or something ridiculous. Yeah, they absolutely murdered us, and and I I remember sitting there, or I think I was downstairs in that game, and my brother and his lad sat up in my seats, and I I just I I literally I just said to him, I told you we were shit, didn't I? And he went, My God, I didn't realise how shit you were, and I said, Well, now. <laughs> Now you've seen it. And for me, it, that, that was the moment in the season when I just went, we're in fucking trouble. We are in fucking trouble. And luckily enough, Mikel come along and we weren't. But, yeah, that, that was my worst moment. My, my worst moment, I think, is, is just the whole Xhaka incident against Crystal Palace. Because yeah. I think, like, it, uh, Xhaka got it a bit wrong about what was going on because I think we were booing Emery and his 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 lack of decision making when we were we were losing against um you know a relatively mediocre Crystal Palace and when he when he finally was substituted I think the cheer was more for the fact that Emery had actually made a change rather than it was Xhaka particularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Xhaka just took it the wrong way, really. And just whatever was going on in his personal life, whatever he was suffering from the hands of social media or what he said afterwards, it, it was no excuse to be to behave in the way he did as Arsenal captain. And it it really showed you that it was the end for Emery because you cannot have your captain storming off the field sort of doing a slow walk when you're losing yeah. a game. Um, but let's go for Brighton. Let's go for Brighton. No, no, no. No, we should no, go for Bournemouth because, you know, I've got a soft no. spot for Bournemouth. Like, <laughs> well, no. and it, to be fit, quite man. frank, it's <laughs> fit. Got, got room. All right, Shaka, Shaka walked storming off as the worst I moment think, of the season. I think, yeah, you, you, you're right, but... I think it was whatever the worst moment was going to be. It was going to be something to do with the Unai Emery, yeah. wasn't it? That, that, yeah. th- let's face it, and yeah, that probably. Um, it was that probably such a bad last year of Unai Emery. Sorry, 
Mate, listen, you can you, you only you only judge by your results, aren't you? And uh, I think you know I wasn't unhappy with him at the end of last season. I was unhappy with the Baku final. I thought you know we sort of let ourselves down in that. But mm. you've made the Europa League final. It, it wasn't all bad that season. But I just think having watched us up till when he was sacked, we we were just appalling. We were seriously. And I, I think I said it if we were podding back then. You know, I watched Arsenal in the 80s, Donnell eras and all that. And, and oh, we, were, we, were back, yeah, we, were, we were back there. We were back there then. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, 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 and we've got no God-given right. We've got no God-given right to be, you know, just because we're Arsenal, we, sh- we should be great all the time. I, I accept that. You know, what, I, you know I'm not... saying that, right, yeah? And I agree with you, this is the problem with a lot of the fans or a lot of the social media fans, maybe in other countries that have never been to Arsenal in their life. Mm. They do believe we do have a golf game. There was people criticising us after the cup final, saying it was only the cup, it's shit, why aren't we winning the uh, Champions League? They're wankers. They're wankers. And it's like, they're well, wankers. they don't have the funds to get these sort of players. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, as I pointed out to one guy, I went, this is the oldest, most prestigious cup competition in the world. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's a massive achievement for us. Yeah. You know, so I think I think you have to look. You have to look at the level we're at. You know, there's there's no point. You know, you said John, we finished ten points behind Chelsea. We finished only behind Liverpool. You know, we we uh, are uh, where we are. I think, I we think are. if we played another season, we wouldn't have caught Liverpool. Well. We are where we are. We are where we are. We, we have to face that. What What's frustrating is, what's frustrating is, we've got good players, mm. and under under Emery, we weren't getting anything out of those players. Under Arteta, we're starting to see the what those players are worth. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like it is the weird thing, right? Yeah. When I was growing up, obviously we didn't win the league, and I never thought we would win the league. No, same as. In 89. Right. But we was a good side. I mean, if we had had Champions League football then, i.e. for top four, we would have been in Champions League in a few of the seasons. But we weren't because we finished third or whatever and we got into the UEFA Cup. Yeah. Um, when the UEFA Cup actually meant something. I, I remember that. that when, when, it, when, Villa won, when Villa won the league and we finished runners-up, didn't we? Yeah. And we... Didn't we beat them? We beat them at Highbury on the last game of the season. And, and that was that was like we'd won the league. We were a good cup side, you know. Yeah. Like we reached four finals in three seasons. But we was a good cup side. Yeah. And it's almost like parallel now because your Chelsea's, United's, Liverpool cities have a lot of funds that they can spend. Yeah. Tom. We, yeah. we aren't going to be... I mean, I'd like to think Arteta would have Pep Guardiola's theory on the League Cup. We haven't won that League Cup since, what, 93? And I'd like to mm. think, like, look, you know what? We're going to do our best for the league, but when these Cups come up, yeah. we're going to win. Because trophies make people happy. Yeah. It's, it's a League Cup or an FA Cup. It's a good day out for the fans, and the fans love it when you lift silverware. Exactly, and that, mate. And, that, and and you're so you're so right, because... That is the level, um, you know, it, it, for, for all the people that, you know, we've, we've had the Arsene Wenger double winning years and, and, and the invincible season. 
and and th- those things. Yeah, that's right. They're they're one-off things. I mean, you'd like to think that hopefully under Mikel in the next sort of three, four, maybe five years, that we are a serious contender again for the top. But it's going to take that sort of time to to get there. And it will need investment. I mean, even even Jurgen Klopp took five years, didn't he? So... Yeah, um, I know they won the Champions League and we'll they're in the Champions League final. But if you think there was a there was a moment a parallel, but where they bought, we had spent money on a group of players, and Liverpool had spent a similar sort of amount on a group of players with Sadio Mane included. That some of it was down to some poor judgment on our part. I think we had bought. Um, it was the time we bought that Spanish guy, who uh, what was his name? God. Uh, he came from Sociedad or somewhere like that, and we didn't have him. Oh, can't remember. He was getting on a bit. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, no. I Perez, know. Perez, oh. Lucas yes. Perez. Yes, I went yes, to West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and we bought him, and Liverpool were at the same time had bought Sadio Mane, and there wasn't much difference in the price, but obviously there was a complete difference in the the ambition and the quality that. Those yeah. that that sort of purchase brought, and now we need to make sure that the players we buy are the absolute, you know, are the absolute yeah, I, right I, players for the club. I get I get the feeling that that Arteta can polish a turd, mm. you know, and and I think with what we mentioned with the Mustafi, the Jackers this season, and you know, if if you if we had a, a most improved players, I think those two would be running it close to see who won it because. You know, we've we you've obviously had the the worst moment of the season was was Xhaka. Well, then forward a couple of three months and and then look at, at Granite Xhaka. And then I know mm. we've had lockdown, but you know where you think he is. Or even like Danny Sabios. I thought Danny Sabios. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he we were everybody's fantastic. talking about him after the City Brighton thing. As this guy is going to end up back where he came from with Real Madrid now. We're going to pay Mel. Surely we're going to pay Real Madrid something for him. And, no, they're and, talking well, about I think, a loan. Talking about a loan. Yeah. Another loan. Well, I mean, yeah, he's I been think, such an important player for us in the in the, yeah. some of the wins we've had, particularly yeah. the cup final. Um, well, no, the thing is, though, Matt. I mean, the fact they've won the league without him, they might be prepared to let him go. Mm. So they can try and build on, you know, getting more players into. Keep ahead of Barcelona, and you know, I guess some of it's down to him whether he thinks there's something. If he's enjoying being in London, if he's enjoying think, playing for the club now. Your comparison was like us with uh, Perez and Liverpool with Mane. Mm. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is an interesting thing. Right? I was watching one of these football things. It might have been match of the day. I can't remember who it was, and they were talking about he wasn't at Arsenal. It was a totally different Premier League club. And they were talking about food that you would eat and stuff like that. And it was a case of like, well, we'd eat anything until Arsene Wenger come along and change football. So, and it's a bit like this, like, you know, we had that link with France and blah, blah. Jurgen Klopp is a very well-respected manager, whereas Emery, he'd done a little bit. He'd won a couple of Europa Leagues. It's the stature of the club. And also... If we'd gone in for Mane with Emery and Klopp goes in for Emery, uh, Mane, who are you going to go for? Yeah. Like when Wenger yeah. joined, only people in football knew Wenger. Mm. I, I, I get the feeling if, if you were a, 
But Arteta's uh, got that era because Arteta was a player yeah. and worked under Pepe. Yeah. I, I, I think you're, you're, you're right. that If you imagine, if you're going to have a chat and, and you sit down with Arteta and he's telling you what, he's, what he wants from you, you know, what, what is, where he sees he's going to play you, what he's going to do with you. I think if you're a, a player, you are going to be excited by Mikel Arteta wanting to sign you. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, I think it, so it, too. It will be the law. It will be the law of, right, I've got a chance to work under Arteta and, and this guy is selling, he's selling me the club. You know, I, I, like I say, we, we've said it a few times tonight. There's, there's just nothing that man says that, that isn't great, you know? And, and I think if you're a youngish player, sort of finding your feet and, you know, you've got a chance to work with Arteta. I think you're going to grab it with both hands. So I think, I, I mean, I, just looking at the reaction of the players in the FA Cup, how together we now look, how connected he is to the players in the dressing room afterwards. Yeah. And kind of that's to do with his age probably a bit as well. And the fact that he yes. was a player, he understands yeah. what it's like to be yeah. in, in that situation. about Klopp though, Matt. Yeah. If you look at managers, apart from Eddie Howe, who as a woman's really good, <laughs> <laughs> you'd most go to other clubs and go like, oh, yeah, that manager's a prick or whatever. I think Klopp just goes over parallel. There's nothing you can dislike about him. As yes, yeah, player, there's a very like charming, he's a very charming and determined yeah. character. And there's yeah. nothing you can dislike about this guy. And I think Arteta is going to go the same way, you know. I mean, yeah. we've and gone from we've gone from a situation where you know there was talk about Thomas Party and uh, you know some some sort of I guess you'd say sort of enforcer players that um, we might want to sign strengthen our midfield a bit. To now we're talking about Philip Coutinho and um, you know. He would be an immense signing for us, wouldn't he? Oh, Matt. Um, I mean, Coutinho had great years at Liverpool. Yes, about four or five years ago. You know? Well, I, I, I don't I know. Think, I think, I think, I think if you got him, if if you got him at Arsenal again, a chance to to relight his career. You know, mm. he's stalled, doesn't it? He's gone yeah. to Bayern. It's it's not it's not really worked out. But I think again. You get the chance to work with Arteta. There's a lot of Brazilian um, contingent with Edu, Martinelli, David Luiz. Yeah. You know, you, you can get him comfy, um, and 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 you know, it it could reinvigorate his career. You know, yeah. it, it's it 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 could be a, a great signing. I mean, one of the players that we've been linked with, and I I quite like him as a player. If you're talking about a, a midfield enforcer, is We've been linked with that Decore, haven't we, at Watford? Yes. Um, and and I think you know he's very much a Vieira sort of stature, isn't he? Um, and and you know he, he is a grafter, and and they're the sort of that's the sort of player we need. I I don't think Arteta has got to spend massive. If we can keep the back, we're going to get rid of Torreira. Well, maybe. Maybe. I, I, yeah, it's I, been an odd one, hasn't it? He hasn't, he hasn't seemed to play that well under um, I think if Arteta. We're gonna, if we're going to lose Guendouzi, which looks obvious, 
hopefully we lose Ozil. There's a couple of spaces. If if we if we if you add into it, Emil Smith Rowe comes back to the club and stays for the season. That's you know, a bit. Um, Saliba, yeah, Saliba, sorry. Back, isn't he? I'm more thinking of your midfield. El Nenny goes, Mkhitaryan's gone. I, I, I think he is going to need to bring in two or three players. Mm. Um, I do think he needs to bring in another grafting midfielder. I, 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 that that yeah, for I me would. Was... I like Terrell a lot. And for someone who's short, he's got a great head of this season. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I don't, I, like I say, I don't, I don't want to see it. Doesn't seem to fit under Arteta. No. Yeah, yeah it's no. like that. Sabios has kind of taken it away from him. In that we are more progressive, we're less defensive. In under Emery, we were, he was a, looked a good player because we really were scrambling. To, sorry, yeah, he did score. Did he score against Spurs? He scored, he scored against scored Liverpool against as well, didn't he? Um, yeah, his first goal was against someone, and you think he does look to get forward, and he looks very lively. He's like a little I bit guess he kind of was. It's only the fact that we had that break that he and he was injured that kind of gave him a maybe. Maybe it's just he's still not really recovered from the injury. Yeah, uh, yeah. a bit. And uh, well, like I say, I think I, I, I don't think he's got to spend massive, massive, massive money. Uh, I mean, yeah. It, I'd like to see us make sure we do something to keep Sabios, if it's a season-long loan or, or, or we try to look to buy him permanently. Mm. Um, that that would be a great one. Um, there's a lot of talk about will it? Will I am mm-hmm. again? Yes, he's a free he's a free transfer. I know there'll be a sort of signing on fee, and obviously he'll want wages. And that's that's where that, Spurs. that's I where I think Lyon's going to go to Spurs. Well, there was pictures of him went the chatting with the Arsenal boys at yeah. Wembley on Saturday. And he's know. got that same super agent, hasn't he, that um, yeah. Mari and Direction, Cedric came from, yeah. Yeah, so, I'd, um, like I say, uh, I mean, whether we need William, I, I don't know. But we, we certainly Good need player. some experience. Yeah, we certainly need a bit of experience. I think we've proved that we can play some of our youngsters and, and they've done really well. Um, like I say, I'd like to see Smith Rowe stay because he did well at Huddersfield last season on loan. Um, be interesting to see what Saliba's like. So I don't think he's got to go really Do you think Reece Nelson's got to play, Stu? I don't know. I mean, he I'm took his sure. goal well against Liverpool. He took his goal well against Liverpool that, you know, obviously he nicked the ball and away you go sort of thing. Um, maybe, maybe he's one that that isn't going to carry on. I, I don't know. It's a shame because obviously there was a lot of... He was know, very highly rated yeah. when he was playing for the reserves. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? it? You know, there's a fine line in there. It, it, that's why it's so nice to see when you've got the young players come through that do make it, like Saka. You know, he's he's been there since he was a, an Herbert and, and he's come through. You know, you look, we got Inketia as well up top, mm. and and you know another player. I like him. I, I do like him. So it's a lot of good stuff. I do think it wants two or three sort of faces in there. To be honest, though, mate, you know if if Aubameyang decides not to sign, then it's pretty much literally Martinelli and Inketia, Lacazette, along with Lacazette, unless we get rid of Lacazette. And we go with two youngsters, but then we haven't got a backup forward. No, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think. 
there are a couple of youngsters, aren't there, that are coming through even lower down the pecking order. Um, that, John, John you know, Jules and yeah, but you'll see. Uh, yeah, you'll 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 see them probably like League Cup next season, and and if they play the League Cup, if they play the League Cup, I was going to say. Yeah, um, but certainly probably that. certainly cameos off the bench in the Europa League group stage and and things like that. So you know, it, 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 there's a lot to be excited about, and I think with Arteta at the, at the helm, I've, you know, it is exciting, but. It's going to take time, and 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 he does need to be backed by the board. He, and I'm sure, I'm sure he has. I, I would love us to take the League Cup seriously and win it because I'm a bit old school. Mm. I don't. I get the feeling they were going to scrap it this season, though. I yeah. think they I might. Mean, I mean, I just look at it. You know, growing up in the seventies, you know, before it got the well, say Devade when Oxford won it, but a lot of the bigger teams just stopped taking it seriously. But I grew up when it was mainly Liverpool, Forest. Wolves beating Forest in 1980. Um, you know, and it meant something. The whole thing meant something. And that's what yeah. I liked about it. And yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to get it. I really would like us to do that again. Because yeah. we've had chances against Birmingham and Chelsea and Blueham. Mm. But, you know. Main City. Yeah. Mm. No, I'll, I'll, I'll make you right, John. I, you know, like I say, if you're Arteta and you lay your plans out, it, it should be to try and win something. That's, that, you know. Answer what it is. Well, we we have had, listen, as a, as a as a football club, with everything that's gone on behind the scenes, with with managers and and and, and everything else, we have had <laughs> our worst season. season. Our worst season since nineteen ninety five, isn't it? Yeah. And yet we came ninth or something, didn't we? And and yet we've still won more than Tottenham Hotspur this season. Yeah. <laughs> I went to virtually every game that season. Um, we was toying with relegation mm. that season, 95. And uh, I remember, like I said, we finished tonight because it was that year, it was because it wasn't 2005 in other seasons, it was 95. Because I think we beat Norwich or Ipswich or Norwich in consecutive weeks at home, consecutive home games. One of them would beat 6 nil. one would beat 5 nil, and we relegated both of them. And uh, But we was, at one point, we was like 16th, 17th. Mm. And we reached like the Cup Winners' Cup final. That's right. Um, and our league form was absolutely shocking. Yeah. You know, it was horrendous. And I went to virtually every home game. The only game that I missed was the semi-final of the Cup Winners' Cup. Because I was playing darts up in Nottingham or whatever it was. Was it a Thursday, that semi-final? For whatever reason, I didn't know. I think it was a Thursday and I was playing darts. Was that against Sampdoria? Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, I was gutted to miss that. But that was a horrendous season for us, league-wise. Yeah. Yeah. And we lost in that final for bloody... Nine. Yeah. But just it'd be interesting. Like I say, I think the big big thing on uh, would be for me is as much keeping a certain player and getting rid of certain players. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of work to do. Um, it's going to be a busy. It's going to be a busy old sort of. I know the window doesn't shut till the fifth of October, but you you sort of listen to what Mikel's plans are and they're to get it done early 
Aubameyang would send a signal to other players in our squad. Without a doubt, mate. Without it'll a doubt. It'll be a case and... of like, we're going to go all out because this is the guy we want. Even if they say to him, look, you know what? Sign a three-year deal and if things don't work out in two seasons, we'll let you go. Yeah, you know? and but not just... just that, not just that, John. It sends, it sends a fucking warning out to, to every other club in that Premier League that, you know, yeah. every week when you come to Arsenal or Arsenal coming to you, you've got your work to do here because, you know, like we're saying, he scored four goals in the last two rounds of the FA Cup against two of the top four. Yeah. You know, it's not like we've just beaten Stoke and, and, and Barnsley or, or whatever. He, you know, he's done it against Man City and he's done it against Chelsea. And he's done it against loads of clubs in the Premier League this season. That boy, if you've got him still at your football club, he he is a fucking top. He is top quality in the Premier League. You know what we'd be low? I prefer Lacazette as a forward than I do Aubameyang. I see Lacazette more as a Ian Wright, whereas Aubameyang's more of an Henri style. I but do, but about, I think... Something about Lacazette, and it's a shame he's not full. He, he did start well and he scored a lot of goals, had a lot of assists. But there's something about I love Lacazette, really do. Yeah, I do, John. The only thing with Lacazette is he's a very if 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 he's if he loses his confidence, it, you know you'll you'll lose him for seven eight games. Yeah, yeah whereas, we've seen it this season. He Aubameyang, just couldn't score for love nor money, you know, could he? Aubameyang. You know, he might have a lousy game, but he'll get a goal. And and then he'll, he, he he might not score the next game, but he'll play better, and then he'll get a couple of goals. Whereas yeah. with Lacazette, you, you, you can go a couple of months without seeing him score and, and miss some sitters. I mean, when Matt mentioned the, the Tottenham goal, it, it just reminded me, yeah, how good the bloke, the bloke is, because he, he hasn't scored enough, has he? Yeah. You know? I, but I do get what you're saying, and I think... Yeah, he, he does remind you of Ian Wright. He's a bit more selfish. He's a bit more, you know, that sort of, I want to I want to get the goal. But, but he has that think... ability to just lab up here and he can do everything. Yeah, he just, he's, he's, got... just, he's just not dead-eyed dick enough for me. That's, yeah. that's, you know... It's almost a bit like when Pepe got his first goal. You, know, you're, you was begging Jesus <laughs> to get something just to spark it all off. Yeah. yeah the goal, well, who was the one he scored against? Uh before, just before lockdown, and he it come off his shin, didn't it? Well, like is that we were against Newcastle. No, when we won four 0 Oh, Pepe. Yeah, no, no. The the Lacazette goal that he scored, and oh, he right. almost he almost missed it. It, but it, it sort of bounces up. Well, was that the West Ham game where we ended up? Yeah, he was like they thought it was offside to begin with, and then he's he got given just, after VAR. No, no, I don't think it was. It was the Newcastle one where we were three 0 up already, and he put it in. It, it could have been. It could yeah. well have been. And you just think twice as long as it goes in. Yeah, exactly, John. But you just need a bit of, those, of a luck. It was one of those moments in the season where you think, "Fucking hell, it has gone in." But how the fuck it has? I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's just not like I say. He's, it's not like he's caught it sweet, and and that's what I think with him. Whereas if it'd been right, he, you'd know, bang, goal, bang, goal. You know, you, you sort of, I'm not saying right. He, it's that he fear. It's the, the fear in the goalkeeper of whatever you're going to do. And with right, you knew that the goalkeeper's 
are intimidated by him yeah, as well. Yeah. There's that little bit of fear that he's going to put it past you, whatever you try and Going do. over there, the years that we've gone over there, you know, the one thing you know, when Wrighty and Henri were on that pitch, and we could be losing 1-0 or whatever, you always thought they will score. They could be having the shittiest game in the world. But they always, it's like, for the only time I took my ex-wife over Arsenal was a one-all draw against Everton. And I think Wayne Rooney was a kid and he scored an absolute belter. And then Henri got an equaliser. But it was the game where Henri just had one of his moody games. Didn't yeah. do anything. And then pops up with a goal and get an equaliser. And that's how it ended. Yeah, the band, band can be like that. You know, he can have his moody games. I just, I just think he's so... He's so important. Consistent. I mean, yeah. Arteta thinks he will stay. He's been very clear that yeah. he's confident. Yeah. Did you see um, Rio Ferdinand's uh, interview on BT Sport? He was talking about him. And he said, like, you know, when he was asked outright, it was like, no, I want to concentrate on today. And, yeah. and he turned around and went, he's gone. He's already made his mind up. He said, looking at him, far as I'm concerned, he's decided he's out of here. That's it. You know, and I'm not. But he's not. He's the, the thing is, John. He's not out of here, and and you know, he's still contracted to the club for a year. No, I, don't I know. Want to run his contract down, Stuart. You want something? No, I get play. that, John. I get that. I, I do understand that. But if we want to, we do keep him. Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. You know, we can let him do a Ramsey. If because the fact that Giroud yeah. fell on his sword. So that Abamyang could turn up, you kind of think if he's going to go, and he, right, he's a little bit different. But I think I would rather have kept Giroud for that for that time if Abamyang's going to see his contract out and just piss off, you know. Because I've always yeah, been a massive I, fan of Giroud. Like I say, I I do think I do think that Mikel is working with them. They're trying to get it sorted out, you know. I think I think the they're cup, gonna... kind of like to think he's gone to him again. Look. Yeah, we've just got our first trophy. You know, we can build on this and progress. And and I'll say it's come out. He said he wants to build the side round him. Well, yep. if that ain't if that ain't one of the biggest sort of compliments you can make to someone. Um, Do you think about young things, money though. Really, sorry, I'm not convinced. What? Do you think it's about money with him? No, I'm not convinced. I think he just wants to feel loved and being sure that that club's going to progress. You know, you said, like, if we get yeah. rid of Ozil, we can give the money to Aubameyang. He must still be on a fair whack. Oh, I think he's on he's on top money, but yeah. I, I think I think the talk is that they, they'd up it to 250. Um, so you you do need to get that. You do need to get Mesut off the wage bill. And, you know, mm. that, that that is a proper noose around the club's neck. And like I say, it's... It's as busy a summer for Arsenal with the going out as it as it will be with some players coming in. And, oh, and that contract was it Wenger? Yeah, well, it was Gazidis. Yeah, Gazidis and Wenger done it, didn't they? Mm. I've done it. Wow, you know, massive mess up. And 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 again, you know, I don't want to bring Arsenal into this, but there was a lot of average shit and rubbish decisions made towards the end there for him as well, wouldn't there? Yeah, but. You know, and we're paying for that. We're paying for that, and and like I say, that's what makes it such a tough job for Mikel. But let's 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 see what happens. Let's you know, there's fingers crossed. We have a good summer, and 
It's positive. Go again. Yeah. Okay. Okay, boys. Then uh, let's leave it at that for football talk because it's. I I think it's your favourite feature, boys. It's Matt's funny story. Matt's funny story. There we go. Anders Limpard believed that he had travelled forward in time. Another one of them next week. So, uh, <laughs> you heard the story of Anders Limpard. Matt, Matt, yeah. that's bad though. Maybe you can choose the closing music for once. <laughs> well, I've got a little uh, um, a quiz for you, boys. Um, oh, well, it's the Jukebox Challenge. So, um, who, what are you going to You've got uh, a choice to make about your season closing moment, uh, music. Uh, any ideas, boys, what you're going to choose if you win this little quiz? Yes. I'll, have, I'll have good old Arsenal. Good old Arsenal. <laughs> Which they kept playing, didn't they, every time we scored? Yeah. In yeah, Wembley. That's what I thought of it. And what about you, John? I'm going to have. It's a Radiohead song. Yes. First, um, have you watched the Umbrella Academy? I haven't, no. Really? Is that the thing about everyone born at the same time or something? Yes. Yeah. And, and I believe it's called uh, Closing the End to a Film or something like that. I'll look it up. <laughs> That's the, that's the, that, I mean, I that, that See, he's googling. So what's the point? <laughs> I've got to look up on YouTube what the, uh, what's oh, called, yeah. uh, Radio Ed, Radio Head, and it's called Exit Music. Exit Music. And it's called, by Exit Music in brackets for a film. Well, that's appropriate as well, isn't it, for the end of the season? So um, I'm not going to even bother choosing anything because you're not going <laughs> to you're not going to let me win. So um, we've got uh, I've got this quiz. It's called uh, 14, and obviously Arsenal won 14 FA Cups now, than more than any other club. 21 finals, more than any other club, and um, this is all about the number 14 on players' backs. So I've got a list here of famous players. Uh, there's 14 of them, seven each, and you've got to tell me from the clues I give who those players are who have worn 14 on their back. Some of them are easy, some of them are a bit harder. So who wants to go first? Go on then. Okay, Stuart, your first of seven players is he's a Dutch international player who invented a turn. Invented a what? He invented a turn. a turn. Come on, Stuart, it's so easy. He's the best Dutch Cruyff. player of all time, bar Dennis Cruyff. Cruyff. Johan Cruyff is correct. Sorry. S- second player. I was thinking, I was, for some reason, I was thinking of the bird. The bird. <laughs> <laughs> second player. Um, former Liverpool player, now playing for Bayern Munich, via Barcelona... Who we've been linked with this summer? Oh, Coutinho. Coutinho is correct. Uh, Fix, man. Next Fix. one. 
short asked Belgian striker who plays for Napoli. Oh, um, uh, Mertens. Yep, Dries Mertens. That's three out of three so far. Um, Man United and Mexico striker who name translates as Little P. Hernandez. Uh, yes, that's correct. It's Chicharito, you could have said. Um, yeah. Heart, uh, two-thirds of the world is covered in water. The rest is covered by this player. It's fucking land. Uh, fucking hell. Two-thirds of the earth is covered in water. Yeah. And famously, the rest is covered by this player. Um, well, it's got to be Lane. That's the only other thing it could well. be. All right, I've, I've maybe made that a bit too hard, but it's become quite a famous thing. Um, he played for Chelsea and Leicester. Played for Chelsea and Leicester. Oh, uh, what's name? The uh, midfielder, the one that we should have bought. Kanto. Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Number six. Um, How is that? How is that? How is that? So that's what they say about him. Two thirds of the world is covered by water. The, the other third is covered by Kante. Well, that's bullshit. What's a load of fucking... <laughs> so, so number six. Um, uh, sour-faced Atletico Madrid manager. Simeone. Yes. And finally, Man United and Russian mullet-wearing player. Um, Kinchelskis. Yes, a seven out of seven for Stuart. Now, you're seven, John. Yeah, but it's too difficult now for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see if you can get any of these. So, um, Everton player who scored two goals this season but used to play for us. Well, I was always thought Theo Walcott might crop up. Somewhere. Yes, <laughs> Theo Walcott. Um, Bayern Munich. I thought it was a Wobie. <laughs> <laughs> Bayern Munich and uh, Liverpool captain. Former Liverpool captain. Uh... No. Spanish international. Um, what? Spanish international. Well, you ain't going to have Coutinho again. Honestly, I've got no idea. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I don't take any attention. I don't pay any. You ask me these questions, you have to understand it's A, I don't yeah. watch football, and B, if they don't play for Arsenal, I really don't care. <laughs> um, it's, what it's do you reckon, Stuart? Yes, you shall be Alonso. Um, Head and Shoulders advert Newcastle Spurs and Villa striker. Ginola. Ginola. Um, running away screaming in the World Cup finals after scoring in 1982 for Italy. Oh, that was... Um, oh, I can even vision him doing it. I know. I can actually. 1982. 1982. Yeah. Scoring for Italy. Yeah, in the World Cup final. 
Is it beginning with a T? Yes. Oh, Google. God, no, it's not Google. I can't remember. I know it begins with a T. It's not. Tardelli. His first name's Marco. Marco Tardelli. Correct. Yeah, well uh, done. Um, Barcelona uh, central central defender for Barcelona, Liverpool, and West Ham, who famously tore his ass in a World Cup semi final for Argentina. Barcelona, Liverpool, and West Ham. The only Argentina I think who went to West Ham was the bloke who went with uh, uh, the ugly kids. Yeah, the that's right. He's got yeah, a name. I think. Yeah. Oh, this is going to really bug me. Oh, I'll go go to you as well. <laughs> to him as like Herman Munster. Um, Marquez or something like that. Anyway, I can't remember. Stuart. Don't worry about it. Stuart. Now, I'm, uh, Mascherano. That's it. Javier Mascherano. Um, sporting Lisbon's um, player who looks like... Um, oh. What? <laughs> we were going to sign him. Uh, he, he looks like George Benson. Pass. He's, it's William Carvalho. Oh yeah, and finally Liverpool's Liverpool's captain. Right now. Yeah. Is it Henderson? Yeah. There you yeah, go. Well done. So six. You got five out of seven. There. That's not bad going. Wake from your sleep. The drying of your tears. Today we escape. We escape. Pack and get dressed before you father. As a song, a song to keep us warm. 
such a chill, such a chill. Um, so I think Henderson is absolutely dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> He was terrible a few years ago. Who has he got player of the season or writer's player of the season? It was him, wasn't it? It was him. Yeah. Fuck. Really? He's not even the best player in Liverpool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not now you've got a Wobi up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we, we did well to get some money out of that, didn't we, at the time? Anyway, so um, there we go. Last orders at the bar, boys. Um, that yeah. is almost a, there's only been two deals that have been world class in our history of football. Mm. There was us getting money through Wobi, <laughs> and Albert signing Jonathan Woodgate for the amount of money they did, <laughs> and he was continually injured. I think he played about two games in terms of the European Cup final. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all getting a bit tired now. So uh, let's leave it at that, boys. Um, looking forward to next season now with Arteta at the helm, and um, we'll see you uh, next year. Yeah, next okay. season. Next season. Next season. Yeah. It starts next week, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I know, so I couldn't understand that. going to get his song as well. Oh, well, why not? Let's put on um, Radiohead to depress everyone. <laughs> Wonderful I cut. I I cut finish with my one, Matt. All right. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Whatever. We already played yeah. uh, uh, John's, so let's play Stuart's. Good on Arsenal. Thank you very much.